Hey, hey, what's up? It's been a while. It is episode 11 of the... Well, it's been a while for the actual podcast. Yeah, it's not 11. It is episode 11. Is it? Yeah, episode... Oh, we already did this. Episode 10 was uh, AJ uh, and uh, and Andrew Stone. Oh, it's true because you weren't counting any of the no. other stuff. So it's, it's yeah. very apropos that 11, we have Christian on oh, here. Oh, man. Yeah. So apropos. <laughs> Peter so honored. So honored. Peter, Peter would be thrilled, by the way. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. uh, Voice of the Breakyard Battalion... Uh, presented by the Permanent Relegation Podcast. What's going on? Uh, if you had listened on Saturday, which a lot of people apparently did, uh, Chris and I, along with Josh Mason, hosted Soccer Saturday for Greg Rakestraw on 1070, 1070. The Fan. Right. And uh, and I just got to get this out of the way right now, but shit. Yeah. Just shit. I, I, we, we went a whole hour without cussing, oh, and so I had to get it out. <laughs> I'm holding mine. You're holding so, yours until yeah. you start to get fired up. Until, yeah, okay. until we get into some, yeah. <laughs> until we get into the conversations that you want to have. You just come right under. Yeah. Shit, come like, done. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get the George Carlin right off. The yeah, yeah. Right. I'll just say I'll right. say all seven. Uh, so we'll Andy, of course. Yeah. Chris. Chris. Uh, we'll get to our guest here in just a second. We are live uh, from Fisher's Chatham Tap, Christian. as usual. <laughs> Christian's like a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody can understand him anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I think Billy Forbes uh, could understand what he had to say. Yeah. But anyway, we're not going to get into that. No, nope, we're uh, going <laughs> to leave that alone because that's that's folklore. Um, but anyway, uh, of course, Fisher's Chatham Tap, always a great uh, place to watch soccer. Uh, Saturdays and Sundays, they always have Premier League stuff going on. Yes. As well as uh, Champions League throughout the week. Uh, of course, you can always follow us at, at PR Podcast Show on Twitter and then watching us live. You can watch this recording. We have the, the camera up there for people who are watching right now. But uh, if you go to youtube.com slash permanent relegation, you can always uh, catch the, uh, the replay, the video replay of the show. And of course, iTunes, SoundCloud, all the other stuff that's going on. So are we done with all the We are like, done with done all with the bullshit. Yep, we're good. good. All right, cool. So have at it. Bullshit. So just right off the bat, there's just interesting. Um, <laughs> Oh, we got to. Who's, no, who's our guest? We will. we will. Okay. But this is important. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. This, this, is, is, this, is, this is because. This it, is it, be- it better is important then. This is, because, this is because he blew us up on Twitter. It's like, oh, we're going to have intelligent conversation. I guess I'm going to talk to myself. That's true. I likes. The one who. <laughs> He did have quite a quite a bit of favorites. We retweets in about twenty seven likes. It's true, and, our, and then immediately I said we should just quit doing our show. Yeah, <laughs> so we should just have Christian make fun of us all yes. the time. So yeah, um, yeah, we have this guy. I would say he's given us more shit than just about everybody um, for never being on the show, <laughs> except, except during the ball. That's true. Which right. before the uh, before the uh, show went live, Christian had to get out of the way that he had to touch Chris's hair again because the last time that they were. See, I'm not really. I was. I'm not really upset by it. It was more so that I had a lot of other interviews to do, and it was one of those where I'm like, I guess if I got messed up, <laughs> you could have a story. Realized, yeah, I know that I realized there's no you way. Stopped, I was, you, you, you almost started crying when I did that. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> he thought about fighting him, and then he's like, Nah, it's a, it, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I need about five more Heinekens, <laughs> and then I just end up in a ditch somewhere. <laughs> Where'd Chris go? No idea. Going. Don't ever do that again. That's not that. That's Russian. That was, the fuck that was. Every time was you terrible. do a Christian impersonation, too, it's, it's so always bad. Russian. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And anyway. <laughs> yes, no. Yeah. So, uh, Christian Nick, Nick or Nick? 
so, somewhere Nick, yeah. somewhere close to that. See, see, this guy never gets his last name ever fucked up because it's just Ball. <laughs> ball so, so hard. There's, so there's ball so hard, motherfuckers. Let's do it. Right. I, so I can relate because my last name's Baumgartner, and so a lot of people jack it up all the time. And so I, I always want to get it right. Jack up your Baumgartner. I do. When salespeople call, it's just like uh, they Andy, add like Andy. Boom, 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 they boom, add like nine boom, different boom. letters. <laughs> I wasn't actually aware of the fact that it's so difficult for Americans uh, when I came here. And since the last three years, I probably heard eleven or twelve different <laughs> versions of my last name. I think Greg Rakestraw has actually said seven different versions of your name during a game before. <laughs> it's, 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 right, it's a long I, and you've been in silent C. It's Christian Knight. <laughs> That's what it's Knight, Nitsch, Nick, uh, all different kind of. So, versions. for the record, what is it's, it? What you say Nicht. Nicht. Yeah. Okay, cool. Nicht. I gotta go. give you that it's a word. It's like a combination of letters. You Americans don't really have. So <laughs> That's very true. I, I, I'll I give that you that. In the back of your throat. Nicht. I took uh, I took four years of German in high school. I took a semester of Spanish in college because my mom was like, hey, you could be marketable with Spanish. But every time the professor was teaching in Spanish, I was always thinking back in German. And so I basically take, took, took two years of, uh, of German, but I have no idea. Like if you started rattling stuff off right now, I would have no idea what you're saying. So really you pointing out that you took German is really just more of like a slap it's in his face. I took all this German, but I really, if you tried to speak to me, I would just say, <laughs> basically gives him carte blanche to actually say whatever he wants to and be like, aha, he can check it back later. <laughs> He'll just bring up Google Translate. No, that's, that doesn't work. Well. If you've ever tried to really like take somebody speaking directly into it, it always comes up with the weirdest fucking translations. You're like, is that right? And they go, Close, <laughs> like, nice it's always like the formal, the formal translation. Yeah, it is. So, so oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, 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 no you're no. you're us. Have this interesting story. Yeah, I want to hear the story. So, okay, obviously, we a friend of the show for us. Is, obviously, Sun King's a friend of the show. Is Flat Twelve and Triton, all those guys. Well, it just came out, so you know they made this whole new, uh, you know, their state legislature that came out that said if you are going to serve pints and flights, you have to serve food. And this food has to be soups, it has to be sandwiches, and it has to be able to support at least 25 people. Have you heard about this? Mm -mm. Okay, yeah, so this is, this is good. So Sun King <laughs> said, uh, um, basically at their tap room, they came in and, you know, Triton always has like food trucks. A lot of them will just do food trucks, they'll hand out menus mm -hmm. that deliver to their place so people can get, they can get around of it. So Sun King basically came in and they said, all right, to meet the state requirements, Sun King developed a menu. Um, they emailed their standard legal required food menu that is available all day. One, Hot Pockets brand, Hot Pockets, $10. Yeah. Now, this is their description. Uh -huh. Server's choice of ham and cheese or pepperoni pizza variety, <laughs> hot from the world's most famous microwave. Don't believe us? Try a name. Try to name another. another soup flavored soup, $10. There's definitely something soupy about these soups, which contain the essence of moisture along with some other stuff. Hot from the world's most famous microwave. <laughs> we cannot confirm rumors that our microwave was once owned by Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> coffee, $5. <laughs> and he goes, we're willing to bet you've had $5 coffee before. This is not that coffee. <laughs> Serve somewhat hot from the staff pot back by the canning line that's been sitting there since this morning. And rehydrated condensed milk, $5. <laughs> we combine milk powder with the water to create a, a milk-like treat that's sure to be edible. <laughs> to be honest, we don't know what this tastes like because no one's willing to take that dare. I was the, like, the funny thing is, is that that's actually, um, uh, there was another brewery in New Albania. State. New yeah. Albania. Actually, it was out of Albany. Okay. Yeah. New Albania. That, that was this. serving yeah. hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, from a microwave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to get through <laughs> the, the legislature. Right. It's, it's just funny. I just see that. I was... 
blowing through it. <laughs> it just made me laugh. So I'm like, I mean, you gotta, you gotta get around, you know. So let's get to the guest now. Yeah. <laughs> well, we already did. Oh, was that, was that it? We we're just introducing him, and then oh. we're gonna have our own conversation. Yeah. That was, no. <laughs> so uh, Christian, of course, the first person signed to the Indy Eleven roster. Yep. Uh, way back in man, what was that? That was that was October first. Yeah. So it was a little over a year ago. Yep. And um, so you came, I, I guess, uh, let's just start at the beginning. Uh, let's get your background a little bit. Uh, my mom and my dad. <laughs> you know, so, uh -oh. dad okay, hey, hang on, let me get into it. Dad got frisky. <laughs> mom said, all right, all right, I'm down. <laughs> mom was strong. Dad was like, well, what should I say? I mean, <laughs> No, no, I just want to, I guess what I want to get, um, just the, the quick, the, the quick. What do you want me to say? Oh, well, I was you young boy was drunk. That explains a lot. <laughs> it's because mine was too. So <laughs> amongst others. That actually makes more sense now. <laughs> so uh, when did you start playing? What? When did you actually start wanting to be a keeper? All that all that good stuff. Um, I, I think I actually started right away as a keeper. I can't give you an actual reason why I did it, to be honest. I was just, I would lie if I would give you a reason. I have no idea, to be honest. Um. And I've been actually a keeper ever since. I, I remember I played one year outside because so I don't want to be a keeper anymore. But then I realized it's oh, a hell lot of running here. So then I went back into goal and I've uh, been in goal ever since. So I mean, when, when was that? I mean, when did you start playing? Well, I started playing when I was six, which was 88. Yeah. Born 82, so uh, you were born where what city you were born in Germany, yeah, right? where, in East Germany in Jena, okay, yeah, so which was at this time East Germany. Um, so actually, not that far away right. with my Russian impersonation, so well, yeah, yeah, well, we got the 25 right. year anniversary, yeah, right. well, yeah, right. I was so, yeah, East Germany, that's I mean, that's that's interesting with this being this way. Is there's been, I'm, I'm a big um, much American Heroes channel, um, but it's that's the stuff they show that. They can't show on things like Nat Geo and all that stuff. It's more of the, we're going to give you the real story of what happened. It's the non-politically correct and it's the <laughs> let's not skew things type deal. So it's interesting being growing up in East Germany. Yeah, that's completely different vibe than it would have been growing up in West Germany. So yeah, I mean, two different two different political systems. I right. mean, it can't be it can't be more polar opposite than it was. Right, right. So. absolutely. So well, growing up though, so you had to have some soccer heroes. So would you say getting into goal? I mean, was was Khan Oliver Khan your type of you know? goalkeeper here when or? i started playing yeah. i don't think oliver khan no. was was professionally when i started playing um i don't think i don't think i really had a i didn't really had a hero when i was started to play you're not I like mean, 57 years old <laughs> i mean well, you're not that 80, old khan got khan got really big in the 90s was it i thought he was like late 80s no no he was you were born when when were you born 82 so you're younger than yeah he's guy. younger than both of us he just said he looks 40. I, just, oh I look wiser. That's yes, different. I really do. Yeah. You really do. No, because he's had a real life. Let's be honest. Um, I think Oliver life. Kahn, the, um, when Germany won the World Cup in 1990, Bodo Oegner was a goalkeeper. When Germany, um, uh, the World Cup in the, in the States, 94, uh, Andreas Köpke was a goalkeeper. Um, uh, I think the first time Oliver Kahn came in goal for the national team at the World Cup was either 98 or 2002. No, because 2002 had it. Was it? 2002 was when Kleberson uh, yeah. won. And then right. Oliver, Oliver Kahn has the best oh, tournament. And he right. just did a mistake in, right. a, in the final. And I actually think 98 was still Andreas Köpke in, in goal. Okay. okay. Uh, All right. So then who was so your hero? Well, uh, that's, that's oh, 
gosh, guys, no. we're starting with the we're starting with the most difficult topic already. No, not really. Well, um, yeah, no, we got a lot more hard <laughs> questions. Um, well, my my biggest hero, and it's still a hard thing to do. It's actually just happened yesterday. Um, my biggest hero was was a goalkeeper out of my hometown, um, uh, Robert Enke. He was a national goalkeeper in Germany. Um, uh, was the first goalkeeper ever German goalkeeper who played for FC Barcelona. Um, uh, he was four or five years older than me. Yeah. Um, he was just he was just my biggest hero. He committed suicide five years ago. Wow. On a day yesterday. So um, uh, that's uh, that's my that's my biggest hero and one of because we trained together. He was one of the reasons why I actually turned professional and why oh, I had really? to drive throughout all the time. Um, and then obviously, I mean, I love to watch Peter Schmeichel. Yeah. I think he was hands down the best goalkeeper this world has ever seen. Yeah. Um, Oliver Kahn, I mean, Oliver Kahn was a great goalkeeper, don't get me wrong, but he was never, he was never really my hero because okay. he was like totally different the way he's wow. playing. Uh, it was like totally different the way I'm playing. Okay. So um, I was more like Jens Lehmann uh, kind of uh, kind of guy. Um, I mean, there's so many great goalkeepers and there's so many good stuff you can see at every goalkeeper on, on yeah. this level. So, But Peter Schmeichel and Robert was definitely my two. Tony Schumacher at some point when I read his book and... Uh, um, yeah, so those those are those are those my guys. my biggest idols. Yeah. So you were kind of getting at so okay. So then you ended up you played goalkeeper the entire time. So how was your progression to get into uh, professional status? I mean, how is it? Because over here we know how we have to go. Yeah. You generally you play high school or club, and then you get into you hope you make college and or you get signed by now that we see you guys have low end professional all the way up and it's all big. I mean it's yeah. all important. So how did that work for you? Well I started playing actually in the club where I grew up and went to the youth academy later when I was six years old. So I never had a different I played in one club for twelve years. Wow. Um and we not only play like like it's here for five or six months, we play like eleven months a year. Um wow. we have like two weeks off in summer and two weeks off over Christmas. Apart from that we play um we play through the whole year. Um once you turn fifth grade, there was a big youth academy, big youth sports academy in my hometown, yeah. which was formed like in a, in a former socialism uh, um, state, but which kind of was carried over into the new system and actually a very, very good system okay. um, because you trained in the morning. We had school. I started school at seven o'clock in the morning, had, had, I don't know, two or three classes. Then I had three hour, a three hour gap where I could train. Yeah. I usually had goalkeeper training in the morning. Um, then I went back to school. Then I had training at like three o'clock or four o'clock. So you had a full-time um, job on top of <laughs> on top of school, basically. You have national goalkeeper at, at some age. Then then you had private tutoring, even like from seven till nine or stuff like that. So yeah. I came, I left I left my, my my house or my parents' house at six forty-five in the morning, and sometimes I came home like nine p.m. Um, as a fifth grader, not as a fifth grader, but like when you turn like eight, nine, tenth grade and stuff like that. Okay, um, cool. But I went to that academy and there were only athletes around you. So your whole class were like filled with basketball players, um, wrestling, uh, all different kinds of sports. countries like that, like Spain, like all those, most people don't realize when they come through those clubs, like the Real Madrid, Barcelona, all those, they have every sport and you come up through those youth programs and yeah. that's weird because yeah. we don't do that here. That's yeah. not that way. <laughs> and it's actually my, uh, quite, quite often that one of my, uh, I think my biology teacher was my coach. Okay. So really? we're like, it's like. <laughs> You couldn't so even, that was easy, right? You couldn't even screw up in school because then, they, then your coach would knew immediately. You're running, so like, yeah, you're yeah. running. Like, oh my gosh. Like, oh. You're running in lines today, Christian. It was, I mean, it was great. And it was, it was just a great time, but it wasn't always easy, I can tell you that. And a lot of people just like, 
went away from it. Just wow. like I can't do this anymore. But I mean, yeah, that's that's the main reason why I'm a professional now because I went through that and I know I know how to behave professionally, literally from the age 10 on. Because if you don't behave professionally in that environment, yeah, there's a door. Yeah, Next well, one, well that, I guess that's something that obviously we haven't had a chance to really ask about is is having somebody go through that that youth system. What are some of the strict like? guidelines to, to kind of go through and, and shape you into the professional player well um, you have to perform well as a soccer player if they don't think you're good enough they literally cut you off the team so then you have to play for another club a smaller club but wow. you can't go to that school anymore then because that school is like directly uh, connected <laughs> so, yeah, to, the, yeah. to the to the elite club um, there's no pressure there man there is a lot of pressure so um you have to be good in school at a certain uh, uh, in a certain level, okay. um, and I mean, obviously there were like alcohol and and and, and smoking and all that stuff. Uh, stuff Just restriction. hard drugs, not not, but, not alcohol <laughs> yeah. in that, but like um, hard heroin and coke. Totally. But it's good. I mean, you didn't even have time for it, even if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have time for. Yeah, it was and there, things, but you and can't things do when it. it comes to smoking and to, to drinking, yeah. things are a little bit different in Europe. Right. Um, so drinking is like. When you, I think you can have a beer when you're 16 and oh, yeah. you can have all kind of alcohol when you're 18. And uh, not saying smoking is any good, don't get me wrong, but like... Players that would come off the pitch and smoke a cigarette and go back on the pitch, though. Is this reading recorded? Um, uh, we can talk it, about that off the air. Let's just, say, let's just say it's different in Europe. Sure. Uh, it's like, it's way, way different. Right. Um, so it was that it was that constant pressure of being have, having to perform all the time, and not even just on the pitch, but off the pitch. You have to be that person the entire time. Where there's like, okay, well, you can't. And it, do you think that's probably why? How you said some people were just like, I can't do this anymore. I gotta go. Yeah. Is that is that why they were doing it? Is because they were just trying to get the best of the best to come through. Well, that's that's the, that's the normal selection. They 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 get the best out of it. I mean, if somebody can't handle the pressure of this situation. He certainly can't handle the pressure when he's a professional in in, in Europe, um, and you got to realize the city where I'm talking about is hundred thousand people big, so yeah, it's a it's a thin. <laughs> everybody knows everybody, right? Yeah. So if you go out in the city on a Friday night and you have a beer, you better make sure you <laughs> have a good form that you perform. <laughs> you perform time, right? because everybody knows that you went out and had a beer. Wow. So um, it's crazy. Okay, so you were born in 82, so then you were eight when everything kind of went down. So, well, uh, seven to seven, be like a big seven. smart ass, yeah. <laughs> oh, you started with seven and then it's. Well, 89, well, okay, well, true that. Um, <laughs> so obviously you already played, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so tell me about David Hasselhoff. No. Oh, that's like, I actually want to clarify Dude. that because that's like Dude. one of the. Great. One of do. the most stupid stereotypes uh, <laughs> of Germans love David. German uh, Americans have. The, the biggest um, bullshit. He has a David is... Hasselhoff mood ring on right now. Actually, <laughs> if you can't tell him. He's got a, he's got a giant tattoo of David Hasselhoff yeah. on his bicep. Actually, it just says Kit Aggression Mode. <laughs> um, I have to admit, to start with, I watched Baywatch. Okay. okay. Sure. But because of other reasons. <laughs> yeah, other reasons. You could have said Knight Rider and I'd be yeah, like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody loves Knight Rider. That's where I started. No, I, uh, I started David I mean, Hasselhoff. I watched Knight Rider, but like, I watched Baywatch. But like, yeah. if David Hasselhoff was in that, in that, not or not, like, I couldn't care less. Right. Yeah. They took um, the wall down and they fucking allowed Baywatch over there. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, David Hasselhoff 
was singing that what is that I've been looking for freedom yes. song. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because I saw that somebody the, was talking about it, and there was a link on the internet about the fucking Berlin Wall crashing down, and it's David Hasselhoff like this. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think he, in his in his wild life, he's living nowadays. Sure. Um, he still sings, or he claims that he tore the Berlin Wall down with his song. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, uh, no, I think it was Scorpion. It was of change. But that's like, yeah, that's the two songs. Scorpion and I hate it to, is Scorpion. And I hate to, I hate to admit it, but yeah. that's like where every German gets goosebumps. It's like Scorpions, yes. Scorpions wouldn't yeah. have changed. It and does. David Hasselhoff, no, not just, not uh, just Germans. Yeah, that shit, yeah. I was, dude, that moves I, me too. <laughs> no, because right, because I was eight, and I remember seeing that because there was there was multiple songs at that time, dude. EMF, you're unbelievable. Jesus Jones, I don't know why. It's like it all, but then Scorpion would come on because the because the fucking guitarist looked like my uncle, which was weird. And so and that song came on, and it was just like, at eight, you don't understand the ramifications of, of what is actually happening. You know that it's a big oh. event because everybody's talking about it. Well, and it's different for you, but over here, and you go up and you go, Jesus, that song could really, I mean, really could mean something massive, you know? No. And you go, so to hear you say that, it's German <laughs> goosebumps. I'm like, I just fucking really like that song. I'm like, that's so cool. Christian's in the locker room, just loons of changes. Take me <laughs> in the magic of the moment. <laughs> come on, come on. Just do the whistle for me. Uh -huh, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> Got it. Great. Oh man. So anyway, back to your question. Sorry, I, I derailed it with a hassle hop. But you were talking was, about the uh, the no 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 that was no I was just wondering how that changed. Was you said that it, it the program changed when everything kind of came down that you well the program in the school stayed the same. Oh, it did. Um, okay. And I was in the school and then uh, uh, before the wall breakdown because I came to that school when I was ten. Oh, okay. Which was, which was okay. ninety two then. So okay. My mom worked as a physical therapist for in that system and and for that school and for that academy. Okay. Um, I, I'm not sure how familiar you are with like Olympics and stuff yeah. like that and and track and field. There was like a um, I think it was in Moscow when when the US um uh, didn't go to the Olympics, eighty. Was it? Was it, was it Moscow? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and no, eighty four was in was in LA. That's where the, right. the the socialism side didn't right. go, right? Russia right. and right. East Germany and stuff like so that. 88. And 80, they didn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, 88 Reagan. No, 88 was Seoul. Yeah, yeah it was. So when when did we not I'm go? I'm looking it up. Was I it think it's 80, 80, it's LA, 80, and 84, it's Moscow. 80, it's okay, 80 was, 80 was Moscow, 84 okay, was Moscow. So 80, okay, so in that, in that, um, in that Olympics in Moscow, there was a, a four-time 100-meter relay, um, women's relay, um, where East Germany won, and all four of the sprinters we're from our youth academy. Oh wow! We're from our uh, like sports club, and we're from our hometown. And my mom was their physical therapist. Oh, so uh, we were like pretty much involved in that, like very much from the so beginning. You knew on. about HGH and steroids long before anybody else did. Well, because now that it's come out, we know how much doping was in Russia yeah, right. at that point. Hmm, no. Well, I truly believe. I mean. It's, uh, it's not a, it's not a secret anymore no, that no. Th there was doping. Um, right. uh, it wasn't only Russians and East Germans and yeah. uh, and oh, everybody. Uh, everybody did yeah. it. Yes. Everybody did well, it. Well, it. Why it was, Russia and yeah. East Germany was so successful at this yeah. time was because their training philosophy and you can yeah. look it up wherever you want is like was like light years ahead of everybody. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um. So that was a big. The there's big always a stereotype. There. Like there's a stereotype here in the U.S. and it's funny. So. Around that time, obviously, you had like Rocky Four come out, right? You had all this. There was always the stereotype, like Russian strength and German strength. It was like it's just different. Like if you had fighters or whatever, you're like these guys were just back to Max Schmeling. It was like 
just strong. Just they're they're different. It's a different type of strength. They yeah. train differently. They're just <laughs> you go. They're still human. You go no, but it was the training regimen is completely different. It was like we we definitely take things more serious. Salt of the uh, earth people. Maybe we are not hardened. we are not as relaxed as as. Like the average American, uh, American yeah, is. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't say lazy. I mean, Americans are pretty successful in sports as well, so they're obviously not lazy. But like, they're way more relaxed and way more like easygoing. And Germans is like, I mean, we need to have a certain structure, otherwise yeah. we'll, we'll not function. Well, um, if, you, if you've ever seen a German national team play, then yes, you know it's different football than anybody else plays. Yeah. It's literally, it it is a machine. It yeah. truly is. It's no, if I miss this one pass fucking kicking myself because we don't miss passes yeah. we hit everything and like watching this year it was like seeing in the final was interesting because of argentina you look which is which has some flash it's let's let's be creative and think about this and germany will just break you the shit down <laughs> and they just keep coming it's, and they it's keep like moving. we have a plan and we work yep. with the plan for 90 minutes doesn't matter yep. what come and that's why that's why a, a country like brazil they have fantastic soccer players yep and they have they have like all that the talent of the everybody. talent and stuff like that but they let him go. They just yeah. Like, it's just like they have that thing. one idea in, in this moment, and and like okay, then we we'll go with that idea. Then the next moment they have a different idea. Yeah. We, and they know it's eight one. I mean, we have <laughs> we have ideas as well, but like we, all right, we, we want to put this plan. ball in there, no matter what you do. And we've been doing a lot. How much shit did you give Cleberson for uh, the eight one drubbing? Eight one drubbing. To be honest. <laughs> Oh, to be wow. honest, it wasn't it wasn't Cleverson too much. Right. Um. Uh, at this time, it was more Pedro Mendes. Oh, yeah. Because okay. he was like the guy who was like walking around like, yeah, what's so good? Neymar, 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 and crying at every national anthem and all. Like, God, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> Have you guys met Thomas Mueller and Tony Cruz? Because I'm going to show you about these guys. <laughs> um. Uh, and I wasn't too involved in the World Cup. I mean, in the end, I was kind yeah. of. Um, yeah. But like in the beginning, uh, I couldn't care less about the World Cup, honestly. Really? Um, okay. yeah. Why is that? I'm not. I'm not too. Big, break. I'm not too big of a soccer person when it comes to TV stuff, honestly. How many times have we heard this this year? Like it's funny. Well, it, it's, it's multiple interviews. We've had people go. I really don't watch no. much outside. I can, of it. I can understand though when it's your life and it, that's all it is. Is just. I mean, soccer, I do it every soccer, day. Soccer. Yeah. I play it every weekend. Why? 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 What do I need to see? Why should I? Why should I see it on TV? I mean. Uh, that's why I hate Verizon commercials. <laughs> I can't stand it. Well, see, so, and then, then I can't even ask. Then you know, I was gonna say, well, well, who's your club team then? So do you? But do you watch any at all though? You, you don't know club team, so you're not like a Bayern fan or. Well, I was a Bayern fan when I grew up. Um, Bayern Leverkusen uh, or Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich. Um, just pick the top team and just roll with it. Yeah, I mean, it was the most famous team at this time, sure. so it's just like, I don't know, I just we just went with it and. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but then I just I I tell, I told that story a couple of times. Yeah. Once you play against those teams in yeah. league base, like they kind of totally lose interest to to. Oh, I wow. mean, like okay, well, I don't really care about them anymore, obviously, because <laughs> you play against them and it's oh, like. All right, some for those who don't know, who did you play for? Uh, in first Bundesliga for yeah. Nuremberg, Aachen, and uh, Stuttgart. Okay, you know Stuttgart is actually they they're kind of a weird. People forget about them because you, you hear about the Borussia Dortmunds of the world. Yeah. You hear about the Bayerns of the world. Um, but Stuttgart always has a team. They always actually, if you look back, they've played Bayern better than just about any team. I don't know yeah. what it is. Yeah. It's yeah, weird. True. I don't get Munich's that. always struggling in Stuttgart. Yeah. yeah, it's it's odd. So, well, then I can't even get to talk about the whole uh, how. You can. The, the I'm sure he, he might have an opinion about it. Well, I mean, so when you were growing up, I mean, you obviously were a fan. Did you did you go to many games at all when you were growing um, up? We lived a little bit difficult to watch games because there was nothing really close to us. Okay. 
at this time Berlin, I mean Berlin was the closest to us. Yeah. But Berlin always I don't know really why. Um Berlin never had a strong team and it's kind of right. surprising because I think it's the only capital in in the whole world which a... does not have a, a strong soccer team. Um but they are always at this time they were actually second Bundesliga. Yeah. So um the closest one to us was Yeah, I would I would say Munich. Okay. Um, because Nuremberg was kind of an elevator team, so they were quite a couple of times down as well in the second Bundesliga. Um, so we had to drive like four or five hours to get to, okay. to, to a game, and tickets were quite expensive. And uh, See, they were okay, so they were expensive. See, that's weird because we'd had this conversation about a year ago, and we were going through the different leagues. We're going through EPL, La Liga, uh, Bundesliga, and, and Serie A, and you know, obviously Ligun, which was that right now there's been a big change in Bundesliga, which is that. They want to make it that every fan can go now. That you can find tickets for like 10 euro, whatever it is, like super cheap. Where La Liga, it's almost impossible to get to a game. <laughs> like if you want to go see a top end team, a Sevilla, Sevilla Barcelona, second mortgage on your house. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's <laughs> stupid. And so that that they set this up, but I think that was to mask the fact of that they are in in a lot of ways worse than La Liga. That it has become a one team. It is a one. Literally at this point, Bayern Munich wraps up their season in March. The season does not end till the end of May. It's done, and it's gotten worse and worse and worse. They're 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 really correlating it to the uh, the Scottish Premier League at this point, where every year it's it not has that been. Bad. It's not that see, bad. but that's coming out this year that they're saying it is. It's 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 that bad this year because no, you've had Borussia Dortmund that's been there, but they were people forget they were still twenty points behind. Yeah, but see, the last ten years, or let's say from like two thousand six or two thousand seven on, that was. There was at least four or five different German champions. It was Dortmund, it was Munich, it was Wolfsburg. Um, yeah, uh, like right now, after eleven games, Bayern's only up four points on Wolfsburg. Right. So I mean, Just we wait. had we had quite a couple still, of quite a fair. couple of different teams yeah. who won the championship. So uh, obviously, Munich is the biggest team, right. um, and they're always expected to win the championship. And if they right. don't win the championship, it's not a successful year for them. Right. Um, so, but I see it from the I see it from the other side. Um, Crazy things happen in Spain. Crazy things happen in England. Um, nobody even talks about I Italy ad anymore. No, that, that, um, and that how, how weird it is. It's like you had all the controversy and you had the the big issues there that happened with Juventus and you had it with Inter and you go nobody and nobody even wants to see game, game no. anymore. I mean, they have like they have like <laughs> talent from like eight thousand people or stuff like that. Yeah, people don't major players don't go there anymore. Well, You're right. It's become well, like. I mean, more big players actually. I think go, end up going to uh, Ligon instead of instead of over to Serie A, which yeah. is really really weird because who wants to play in France? No, I'm just kidding. Well, especially on TV, like watching an uh, like an Italian game on TV, it's just like, who are they? Are they playing in front of an empty stadium yeah. right now? It's, no. it's so stadiums bad. are old. Yeah. It's like it's Bundesliga. You can say whatever you want about Bundesliga. Maybe not the most exciting league from like. Playing standpoint and right. stuff like that because it's literally it's German and it's we have a plan and we play like like <laughs> right. like we've been told. Machines, right. um, <laughs> but it's economically it's the healthiest league in the world. Um, they're always like, making money. They're, they're never always in, like, making money. Then of, yeah. Of when you hear like, like the so crazy, depth, <laughs> when you hear like the crazy <laughs> numbers from Barcelona or Madrid, I mean, we're oh talking about five hundred, six hundred millions and that. Oh, easy. Well, yeah. <laughs> You wouldn't even have a club in Germany anymore with that number. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, there is more skirting of 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 the rules yeah. to to get under caps and under the whole regulations. Fair play rules, oh, fair man. Play. <laughs> dude, Real Madrid has learned they have lawyers on top of lawyers on top of lawyers that go, 
don't worry about this. We got you. Yeah. <laughs> we can get you. Oh, oh you want hummus? <laughs> yeah, just, it's another hundred million. Who cares? <laughs> right. They're printing more fake money than the U.S. Oh. Oh. Anyways. Okay. Well then. <laughs> okay. So speaking, moving on. Speaking of the U.S. Segue. <laughs> Uh, speaking. Of, so, what brought you here? Like, uh, what? See how we do this? We just, just, just circle you like, all over the place. And, and people, people think it's weird, but I actually think it's quite intelligent how we do that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, this isn't our first impressed. rodeo, Christian. Yeah, no. no like, <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, so yeah, what, uh, what, what brought you here? What brought, what brought you here to America? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't paying attention. What was the question? <laughs> I just don't know. Wake me up when you're ready. Um. Uh, my sister lived in America for why? Well, she went to a high school exchange year um, in older California. Older, 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 three older. years, three years older. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she went to the high school exchange year in, in like the middle of nowhere in California, like in the close to Fresno, somewhere really? city called Corcoran. Uh, nobody, nobody heard about that. Um, so then she came back, and then she, I mean, she always laughed and always traveled back to her guest family and stuff like yeah. that. And then she, um. And she went to a physical therapy school in uh, in, uh, in she San Francisco. Your mom steps. Huh? So yeah. No, believe me, my whole family physical therapist. Well, I'll, I'll tell you later. But, uh, <laughs> it's a whole different story here. So you're the odd man out. <laughs> me and my dad, yeah. Okay. Um, no, I'm actually a physical therapist too. <laughs> I just play soccer on the side. Um, so, yeah. And I always had, like, I visited a couple of times when I was over there. And I always had a dream, like, America is actually a cool country to play soccer in. And, like, and then I turned 30. I was like, you only have a certain time to play soccer professionally. And uh, then totally randomly that chance showed up um, to come over here. And uh, I mean, I signed the worst contract in my life in Rochester. Uh, <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't, I don't really care about money right now. I just want to, I just want to give play. it a chance. I just want to be yeah. here and just want to enjoy the life over here. Did you search out for them or did they contact no, I, you or your agent? I guess. Uh, yeah, it was kind of my agent and kind of, they contact my agent. Uh, they would love to have a goalkeeper from overseas uh, with experience and stuff like that. And then it's like, all right, well, I know he wants to come. So, <laughs> wow. All right. So then you end up there. So you go to Rochester, and so you say it's the worst contract of your life <laughs> that lasts. And then, so what made you? I know you've answered this a million times, but and you, it, just one more. It's what made you decide? I mean, what was it about that call about Indy Eleven that that really said no? This is different than anything. I've done, or maybe it's not different. I don't know. But I would think no, it it's would definitely, be. It's definitely different because I, mean, I said it. I said it like I said a couple of times before. Um, you just don't start a club in Europe. That's not going to happen. Yeah. All the clubs right. are like sixty to one hundred twenty <laughs> years old. Right. Um, uh, From a whole other century. Uh, when, uh, when, right. when, when you tell people I want to start a new soccer club, say, ha, 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 good luck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. Um, uh, it was the excitement Peter Will and Jurgen Sommer had. Uh, that, that that's literally what it was. Hear them talking, what they have, what the big picture is behind, what what kind of plan they have. That was, that was just, that was the, the actual reason. Was it more? You need yes. Another Heineken as well, sir. We always take beer breaks yeah, in the middle of the yeah. People who've listened to this already, not, not that not a water for me, please. <laughs> oh no, it's off season. You're good. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. No, but I need the other, other than Brad Ring, he's the only uh, he's the only player that can openly just start drinking on the show. Because Brad was uh, on a red card. Oh, that's right. And, and he was I, would, I would have done it too. I mean, I mean, we are adults, right? So, oh, I mean, yeah. But still, everybody was kind of like, yeah. oh, I'm representing the team, whatever. Yeah. We got a game coming up, all that kind of stuff. Brad was like, hey, I'm red card. I'm just going to start drinking. <laughs> Tell you what, Daddy needs to be every once in a while. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, oh, man. We're, Andy, where were we? Uh, we're, we're talking about beers. Oh, sorry. We're still, we're still on uh, why coming to Indy 11. 
Yeah, no, yeah, because you were talking about Jurgen. So who was a bigger pull, Peter or Jurgen? Was it? It was effect. Both totally different. I mean, obviously Peter from the like excitement part, and right. we all know Peter how excited yeah. he gets about <laughs> and like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just awesome talking to him. And then obviously Jurgen from the like yeah. soccer standpoint and from the coaching standpoint right. and from the actually his goalkeeper history. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't even think about. I like didn't need too long to commit to in the eleven to be honest. It seems now when they told you you're going to be our first player, <laughs> you yeah. just kind of go, well, of course, the coach was a keeper. <laughs> so, yeah, right. I mean, it makes sense, right? I didn't even think that far, to be honest. No? No. Well, no, a lot of the first signees, too, were like, it was like keeper, defense, 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 well, keeper, yeah, I midfield. Mean, I mean, I mean, I think it tells a lot it, from that mentality, obviously, from Jürgen, which is, and we talked about this on Saturday, which is your, not necessarily struggle, but how hard it is to deal with having multiple teams throughout a season because – You'd start with the keeper. You you have to. That is the start. Anything eventually comes here and then is fed out. Yeah. It has to be. And without a, a great goalkeeper, you really don't have anything. So, um, so it's interesting that you were you were set up. So, yeah. Well, no, and 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 when you're when you're announced as the as the first signee, and obviously the um, the marketing and public relations department at Indy 11 is always on. So they're always probably pushing you one way or another. I know that you were on TV, you were on the news and all that kind of stuff. What was, have you been a part of that media circus already before, or is it one of those things where it was a new experience for you and how did you handle it? No, the media is, the media was for me on a serious note, a very easy thing to handle here. Because the media here is actually very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Media in Europe is, uh, Is a living nightmare. <laughs> really? Yeah. What's why? Um, What's so different? Well, they can, they can, they can make a hero out of you, or they can make the biggest idiot out of you within wow. an instant. They have that much power. Depending if they like you or not. Yeah. So how um, is that different than here? Because I literally, that's all you hear from sports stars is the fucking media has are just gonna twist has, it up. Yeah, just they, they always twist my shit. I said one thing, and then you guys have made it into that I was molesting. Like dogs on the street. <laughs> but said, um, that's a football, right? Football yeah. and maybe basketball. Yeah. And occasionally maybe baseball. Right. Not happen in soccer, yeah, right? No, because oh, no. most most of the media doesn't care, unfortunately. I'm, su- I'm right. sure half of a uh, half of the MLS entire <laughs> roster could walk through the doors right now and be like, "What the hell's going on? Did the bus stop by or something?" <laughs> oh, wait, is that a college team? <laughs> yeah, right. that's that's cool. Um, that's cute. <laughs> the, the biggest difference to Europe is. Uh, we only have soccer in Europe. Yeah. We have nothing else. You are that. the football and basketball stars there. Right? Yeah, uh, that's okay. what we are, and that's that's what. I mean, you can't, you couldn't do that in Europe. You just couldn't sit here and do a radio show like without yeah. four or five uh, tall, big security guys in, in front of us. Um, I so. just need that. You should have brought some anyways. Like, <laughs> that guy's got to be really because most He's people would be like, really, guys, really fucking important. People would just take your picture just to the fact to take your picture. Yeah. Be like, I don't I'm know sure who the fuck that is, but hey. I got his picture. I got his so, autograph. I don't know. I can't read it. These are two <laughs> losers sitting there asking him questions. What's that about? I had that once, and I went. I walked to Berlin, and uh, <laughs> I was actually pretty like I was, I was still pretty young, and I and I was at one famous bodyguard in Germany, and like everybody knew from looking because he was like bodyguard for all the big uh, sport athletes. And me and my family and my dad actually at this point was was in uh, I don't know some McDonald's or something like that or yeah. coffee or whatever, and this guy walked in. And we had no idea who the star was, <laughs> but we we're like, "Oh shit, that's that famous bodyguard." <laughs> Somebody, re- something's going down. Can you put down. me in a chokehold? Put me in a chokehold. I want to say yeah, something is going down right now. <laughs> but no, and so obviously the difference between the media here and the media over there, 
but you were that first like face of the team. Um, you know, you had Jurgen who was doing his rounds and all that kind of stuff, but you were the you were the first athlete, the first one that. And so, it, it, you know, kind of explain the reception that you got from that too. I know that you are you were on social media for a while too, and we'll kind of get to that hiatus here in a second. <laughs> but um, oh, you thought it was hard earlier. Get, I'm telling you, we're heading real quick. It's a roller coaster right here. But no, um, I, I guess explain um, the reception that the media got because obviously, being Indiana, being a basketball t- uh, state, being a football state, the soccer type thing, a lot of people were really hesitant about it. Uh, you know, especially the, the those star. that didn't know, yeah, right. those that didn't know, yeah, media definitely was. Yeah, they were really hesitant about Flat it. So, did you get it. did you get up to those? Obviously, the nice journalist, and you could tell they had no idea what they were talking about. About, <laughs> I won't mention any names here. Um, uh, you can if you'd like, but no, I don't. I don't really want to. Um, <laughs> it's, fine. it's okay. But there was actually there was I was sitting together with journalists and I explained soccer to them. Um, wow. And they wrote a story out of what I explained to them. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so the story was you explaining was, what yeah. soccer was. Yeah, wow. it, it was. It was. It was funny, and they all did it in a very nice way. And I mean, what can you what can you do when when a journalist comes to you and okay, I see the excitement in the city. I see the excitement about you. I would love to make a story about all of that because I think it would be like yeah. really people would really love to read it. But I don't get I it. I just can have to admit me? I have no idea about soccer. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, what can I do? I mean, that's that's nice. I mean, he, this is honest. This is I your always time appreciate to turn back the German where it goes. So now it's time for me to be the German media. All right, buddy, <laughs> sit down and listen. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the, that was the fun thing too is to, and I don't know uh, your opinion on it, which I'd like to, to know is is actually watching that progression of media start to gravitate like, oh, this is this is something that's like legit and. Uh, you had right when the team got announced, it's like, well, we don't need another team here, especially not soccer, especially not minor league soccer. Remember, remember when we, we had our first home game? Yeah. And it was, there's no way Indy 11 will pull the numbers they will because you had a Pacers playoff game. Yeah, Atlanta. You, was yeah, first, you had Atlanta. First. You had an Indians home game. Mm-hmm. You had all this stuff. Oh, and there was a conference going on yep. downtown. And you it go, was NRA. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. There was NRA. a firefighter conference, right? Wasn't that a firefighter convention? Uh, yeah, no, it was, was the firefighter. Okay, yeah, firefighter. The NRA nobody's, was the following week. Yeah, nobody's going to be down there. And they sold out, and it was massive. And, and the, the Pacers didn't, actually. Did you realize that? Yeah, you know that? yeah. The Pacers didn't. Yeah, absolutely. Didn't. Well, because everybody was, it was a foregone. We just got to get past Atlanta and go. So, <laughs> like, people take it for granted here, sports-wise. Uh, yeah. That's something that's also different Not in this Europe year, though. On, on teams <laughs> that you support. Um, but, no, we, and it wasn't just the people in the stadium. The tailgating alone was absolutely and that's something I wish you could have been out there to see all season and right. and maybe you get a chance maybe they 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 take the reins off a little bit and go you know what you can't go out there and drink Christian but it just was an incredible I, I never I've been to a Colts tailgate we talked about this Colts mm-hmm. tailgate it's fun Pacers really don't have a tailgate no, you don't no. you don't you tailgate a, you, go a, you go to a bar well, there's the 82 Colts, fucking the, games the, problem with the Colts tailgate is we're, we're talking about downtown yeah a lot of stadiums I mean I've been I've been to uh, I've been to Buffalo. Uh, it's not the most fanciest stadium, and not the most fanciest, but, no, but their fans it's are outside. Amazing. It's outside the city, yep. and you have like that incredible huge parking lot. Yep. Yeah. So, and that's where tailgating happens. Yep. You don't really have that in Indianapolis because of the location of the stadium. Right. Right. Tailgating is kind of on Georgia in the right. pubs next to there, so yep. you don't have that like right. gathering together. Right. So when we got down there and we were looking around and we're going, "Holy shit, dude! This is three parking lots just filled we, up." We had no idea because there was the time where we sat. We we got there. And we we got we both got there early because yep. we were just like okay well the bigger time wanted just to kind of get down there and just kind of see things yep. and then we we're kind of well this isn't really the best turnout I, 
probably 15, 20 minutes later, it was just boom, just tons of there's you know a thousand grills going off and yeah. people are flags everywhere, flags and people are playing music. And I don't going, think there's been incredible. one issue that I've heard like a, an outgoing issue besides the fucking besides excise, yes, <laughs> besides the fucking excise, <laughs> right? But other, but in terms of like any kind of personal strife or personal problems no, at a tailgate. No. Where it was just everybody was just playing soccer and, and drinking and having a good time, and that's why I really, really hope that with with our Saul when we were talking to him about the stadium and everybody keeps prodding him. What about the new stadium? That you know, <laughs> I don't. Did you get to listen to his segment at all when he uh -oh. was on here? So he he made some really great points as he goes. It's not even just about getting the stadium for the players and that. He goes, it's right now. He goes, I don't want any of my fans to have to use porta potties. He goes, he goes, we brought in these these portable things to sell merchandise and some some. He goes, you know, some food can't, can't yeah, serve the food, right the food, food that, that he, he wants. wants or the drinks. He goes, he goes, that's not what I want my fans to experience. He goes, they're coming, they're investing, they're here supporting. He goes, and he goes, and I don't want the BYB section to be just this section here. He goes. If you look at any major stadiums, and obviously he's a guy who grew up and you know has no. seen every stadium, no. and you go, I want it everywhere else. It's connected. He goes, so it becomes contagious. And he no. goes, and right now it's a very segmented thing. No. And he goes, so I really hope that he doesn't. When he gets, if we get that new stadium, when we get it, yeah. we have that giant. You're right, that giant parking lot, that giant. We need space around, and it's about identity as well. Yeah, the whole club, the yeah. whole every player, and also the fans, like. We all get one identity together. Yeah. You know, and in the moment, it's Mike, it's it's Carroll Stadium, right. which is with all the circumstances, pretty well done. Yeah. Um, but it's obviously not perfect, and obviously right. not a not a not a area forever. Yeah. Um, <coughs> if we get that, if we get that stadium, everybody in the city has an identity, and the eleven has an identity, the same one as you guys have, the same yeah. one as we guys have. Yeah. So uh, and that's that just makes makes the whole thing even stronger and bigger. Yeah. I mean, so then talking real quick about Planet Carroll. So how is it for you? Because obviously the artificial turf is not really a thing in Europe. It's there, there's no. some, but it, it just doesn't really exist. So how is that for not you? Not on the playing level, at least. Right. So how is that playing on an artificial turf? And, and did you find any difficulty, or you and especially just, judging like balls that come off the turf? Well, um, I played two years in Norway in the first right. first league in Norway, and uh, out of geographical reasons, just saying Norway is all to. the way up in the north. Right. For those who are not aware of it, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, is, is that near like what Australia? <laughs> so Sweden, right? Sweden, yeah, Finland, close. Right, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so there were like stadiums, not in the south. In the south is usually grass because it's a little bit warmer. But up in the north, I mean, there's nothing growing there. Um, they had turf fields, so I was used to play on turf. Um, it's still, I mean, it's uh, grass is, is what we all want. Right. Um, it's getting more and more popular on our turf, out of whatever reasons. Um, it is what it is. You can upkeep. You think it's upkeep? Like it's just it's easier to maintain than having to constantly it's cheaper, and It's cheap. cheaper in the long run. Um, you can use more spots on it. Um, it's fair. It is pretty fair because it's not gonna be torn torn yeah. up after like uh, four or five games and yeah. then you play on a on a on a shitty field. Right. That's true. Um, uh, it's honest. Yeah. That's what it is. It's flat. It's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um. You get used to it. Yeah. You get used to it. I'm okay playing on turf now, to be it's honest. Like playing um, indoor, basically, on an outdoor <laughs> level. It's really what it is. It's like playing a giant indoor game, right? Um, <laughs> it's. I mean, I always look forward when you play away and on on uh, on grass, grass fields. Yeah. Um, but I don't mind it. Like I said, if I could could choose, I would always go on the grass field. But it's not as bad as it was years before when I started the first turf, which was literally like a green 
painted parking lot. Yeah, concrete with <laughs> no. like a mat on top. Yeah. It's like carpet. Don't ever right. slide on it. No, nope. oh, the whole all your skin just comes off. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, no. Go, I mean, I'm, well, and and that's coming here and 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 starting a new team and not being familiar with the city. And you have been very vocal about, or at least from what I've seen on Twitter, you've been pretty vocal about how, how you love the city and you like being here. What has been the adjustment and, and how um, do you, you kind of consider yourself almost like this, like a second home for you based off of all the other places that you've been? Not to well, um, or anything like that. You can go, and you can be like, oh, no, I'm not going to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, Fucking Indianapolis. <laughs> I, left, I left my hometown when I was 18. Sure. Um, it's quite a quite a quite a long time by now. Sure. Um, I don't really have a home anymore. It's like I mean, I know where I'm that, from. That makes me sad. Huh? <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, it's okay. That's that's. All right. I mean, there's actually I think there's actually like somebody, some famous guy said that when you're longer, longer away from your hometown than like five or six years, you yeah. kind of lose your identity to your hometown. Yeah. Um, I mean, I love the hometown. Like I love where I come from. I could not imagine to live there anymore. Yeah. Um, it drives me crazy. I mean, it made you who you are, but um, at the same yeah. time, you're a different person now. Yeah, I consider and you're also born and raised here too, so it's like yeah. I consider things. Indianapolis as my home, just yeah. because that's where I live, yeah. and that's where that's where I work, and that's where my social circle is right now. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't the first city I came to as a total stranger. Right. So I had that a couple of times in my career. Um, I'm a very easy person to handle in my private life, not as much in my business, in my professional life. But like, I'm sorry, it's something about him telling this story, and in the background, all I hear is, if I can turn back time, and I'm going, how did we just like give him a soundtrack? I'm like, oh my god, um, I did want to play the Christian, uh, the uh, the the wrestler Christian theme. I'll, I'll probably edit that in where where it's just like Christian. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um, uh, hometown. Yeah. This is. So I consider Indianapolis as my home, and mm -hmm. and I'm, um, I made, I'm pretty easy and I'm pretty social when it comes to like, outside my profession and <laughs> stuff like that. So I met my girlfriend. Uh, Don't you touch a German's beer? Yeah. The <laughs> shit are you doing? Yeah. Did you see this look? You are done. Break your fucking arm in half. Look at that, dude. <laughs> this fucking face right here. This face. This is what Billy Forbes saw. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> You will not let listen. I'm not even going to ask care. him anyways because you know what we talked about this right. Yes. We got the show. And we'll go yeah. back. Is that we'll go back I love the fact that it has become a lore, that it's become this this story. Everybody you wants to ever, know. Don't ever tell anybody. No. Never. Your wife obviously knows. Maybe not. Uh, girlfriend. 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 Oh, your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. come on, dude. Why you gotta make it weird? Because it's <laughs> yeah, inevitable. Honestly. It's inevitable. Can I pay, please? It's inevitable. <laughs> it's inevitable. Yeah, but no. Yes. Yeah. That was what we were talking about. Is that it's it's that it's that mystery now. Where it's like, what did he say? The best part was like, hey, you want to? He was buying his face like, you want to go for a drink? <laughs> I'm not buying you any beers. That was a really great goal you scored. You want to go out to drinks afterwards? <laughs> so, anyways, no, but yes. To be honest, I didn't even. I didn't until that whole story like came yeah. back when we played sure. the second time against San Antonio at home. I didn't even realize who the, it was because you fucking blacked out. So, yeah, he, like, he ran out. He blacked out. It was a straight up blackout rage. It was a like, blackout rage. He had a murder boner and everything. <laughs> it was good to go. You had the poster of it. You had the shirt. You had everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really like. I mean, I would do that again. I yeah. saw the situation quite a couple sure, of times, right. and I would do it again because I, 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 I would mean, hope so. You get kinda, a yellow card this time. It's kind of. <laughs> it's kind of. I think every referee is aware of that now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Christian comes out of his box one step, <laughs> that's the point. Though you got away with it. Though you did that, and you were like, 
fucking it wasn't even like it wasn't even like a little stroll either. No. It was full out sprint. I need to get in his face before he gets up. Um, like I said, I would do it again just because of of like the reason behind it. I still believe in the reason. It's kind of weird to watch yourself back when you're like totally calm, sitting at home, and you don't have that game emotions. And like, what in the world did I just do there? <laughs> Teddy was very um, upset with that gentleman. <laughs> I was very, very happy that the um, pitch invasion got the moment of the year award. Um, <laughs> and, not, and not the Billy yeah, Ford. I was, I was very happy that this did, didn't get like <laughs> even more. I mean, it couldn't get any more attention anyway anymore. Right. Um, and it was kind of like a little embarrassing to me <laughs> seeing that whole like uh, excitement uh, yeah. made out of it. Um, but it's it's bigger than that, and I think for us as fans, it's not even about what the exact reason was why you why you did it or the exact moment that you did it it was it embodied what this team has become which was you're an upstart team you have a whole group of guys that really hadn't played together you you really find an identity you have no idea what the shit you actually have you don't we don't really know what we have here we have a crowd that's showing up, which is crazy because we're in the Midwest. We're in Indianapolis. We're not talking about a Chicago. We're not talking about – no, we're in the Midwest, and we have almost 11,000 people showing up, which is more than a lot of – side note on this. So Real Madrid is about to go play a team in Spain whose stadium holds 7,000 people. <laughs> Real Madrid is going to play at a stadium that has less than Carol does, and it's like how crazy it is. So you're playing, and you go – the fact that that happened, it was this – there's this passion. People are here. They were. They're. They're trying to. You know, they're breaking bones. They're. You know, they're. They're out there, blood, sweat, and tears. And it's the emotion. And I think, for me, it was poetic because you being the first signing, you being the guy, and you can tell you were the emotional leader. And we brought that up on Saturday. And there you are, again, as the keeper. No, you're not going to put this team. This is my team. We're doing this, and it was amazing. So it's not even so much about the moment. Christian embodied the whole season because that moment was like, no, Indy is a hard town. Like, <laughs> Indy works. It's not. It's yeah. not just a white collar town. There's a lot of blue collar workers, and it's here you go, which was awesome. So I, I don't know if you fully grasped like that moment isn't so much about you screaming at, at him. Yeah. It's about the fact that it's no, we watch each other's backs. You know, it's a town of a million, but we. It seems small. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it, that's what it's about. That's what it was for me. That's what I said it earlier. It's like you guys, and it wasn't always easy for for you guys to support us. I totally get it. And we didn't didn't make it easy for you to all over the over the uh, whole season. Um, but you always had our back. You're always supporting us. You're always behind us. You were always. I don't know that Minnesota game was real close. <laughs> you know, <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> so, the first um, one, not the second one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. Exactly. Um. So. Well, I totally, I totally, still 100 believe in the reason why i did it yeah maybe we do it a little bit different whatever but <laughs> but i would probably do it the same again yeah. so uh speaking of your basically considering indianapolis home and and you're known for you know kind of getting out in the community and working with kids and working with uh you know the, the soccer uh, organizations and things like that has that always been something that you've done uh, everywhere you go, or was were you drawn to? Were, did people approach you, or did you go out and try to seek it? Um, well, that coach, the whole coaching thing came to me totally randomly. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I've done this before, but not in the in the intensity I do it now. Um, but yes, I love to be out in the community. I love to to socialize. I love to see a lot in the city. I could never live in a city 
or like play in the city for like two or three years or one year or whatever time frame um uh, and actually tell afterwards tell people actually i mean i played i know where the stadium is i know where the airport is uh, otherwise i don't really have an idea about the city at all um i just see i like to see like the cultural things um uh, I'm, uh, like i said my life is way more than just soccer um and i, I what, I are some of your, what are some of your favorite places in Indy to go? I mean, um, not to try, try do you to have a people, local bar? Do you have a lo like your local spot? Like, do you have a spot that you go to? You go, this is mine. Not really a local bar. I mean, I, I have a bar in in, uh, in, in Whitestown, DC's pub, um, okay. which is just yep. pretty close to where I live. Okay. Um, uh, I like is the owner. We are pretty good. We are pretty good <laughs> friends now, and uh, so. I go there every once in a while. It's not that I'd be there like three or four times a, a week or stuff Nobody like was that. was calling you an alcoholic. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. We get it. Really? You slow down on that Heineken, um, sir. Uh, Cheers. Cheers? No. Yeah. Where's my third one, by the way, here? Uh-oh. Um, no. Um, and I have a couple of other places where I like to go and eat and, and yeah. stuff like that. Um, one is right on Binford, George's Neighborhood Cruel. Yes. Great. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Right there good, 71st of Binford. Yeah. Yes. Good friend yeah. of mine uh, is a GM there. And um, so... Yeah, I mean, uh, that's been a, here a year and he's a good friend. There it is. <laughs> it's it's yeah. funny how his good friends have become like, you know, the restaurant bar people. <laughs> there's, there's a couple of places. I mean, I love to go to Indians games because mm -hmm. just I like I like to be in a baseball game. I like really? to see baseball. You like baseball? Yeah, I do like baseball. Um, yeah, who's the hat today? Yankees. Oh, okay. That's gross. <laughs> I can't. Okay, but I can't. Okay, it's like we go back to this. I can't rip on the Yankees I can't either, because I'm a Real Madrid United no, fan. <laughs> Real Madrid is literally the Yankees of the fucking soccer world, so I can't say anything. But okay. So um, I mean the canal is great. Um, we yeah. love to we love to be there. There, me and my girlfriend. Um, that's that's quite a few places. I mean, my girlfriend is from Fort Wayne, so um, okay. uh, we saw all the. She went to Valparaiso, so we we've been at Valparaiso at the. Uh, mm -hmm. At the campus, then drove to a, um, say it like a, say it like somebody from Indiana. Say Valparaiso. Valparaiso. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stick with Valparaiso. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. better. Um, okay. Indiana dunes up there. I mean, that's yes. all. It's Ooh, beautiful. The there's, there's beautiful. Up in the region, right? Yeah. There's beautiful things up here. Except yeah. for like, Gary. There's a Gary. there's a what's the restaurant on on the Eagle Creek um Eagle Creek Park with that huge porch right across the. Rick's Boat Yard. Oh, yeah. Boat Yard. Yeah. Their food is awful. Huh? <laughs> I love their deck. There's no doubt the deck, but the view's I've been nice. There twice yeah, the, the view's nice. I'm like, the food is terrible. Is it? Oh, I never, to be honest. That's I another really good friend of mine. He owns yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, I, mean, I should tell him. No, I, I, I actually own it, so it's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Time to fire <laughs> everyone. <laughs> right, exactly. Where's, um, where's Gordon Ramsay when you need him? <laughs> this is fucking bloody unbelievable it's you're trying to kill somebody here <laughs> um yeah i mean there's have you been to ras keller yeah yeah he was announced at well, i know but i'm yeah. just saying but if you've been there on your own like you know not yeah. like because of team stuff no. it's okay yeah it's okay, <laughs> it's okay. So that's like, okay. if you really want to eat something really authentic german yeah okay, okay. german park um and german, german park german, german park Re eat advice restaurant yeah which is like down in the kind yes. of basement area from yep. the, the the German Park building. Been there. Um, I just been there last Saturday actually. Yeah. Which was two days ago, right? What'd you have? Did it, did it feel like home? Did it feel like home? Yeah, it Good. is very authentic German food, and um, so that's actually the best German place you can have in Indianapolis. Wow. So of course schnitzel. Why not? Why not? That's all that's we eat. I mean, that's, that's all that's we eat. All at all. We drink. Remember, we drink giant beers and eat schnitzel. Right. Uh, I got a tweet for Christian. It's not really a question, but uh, uh, Jeffrey Wessel. You know who that is? 
Nope. Uh, he said that Liam. Hey, Jeffrey, quit lying. He doesn't know you. I'm he said kidding. Liam loves the gloves that you gave him at uh, UJ's last week. At Union Jacks. Uh, you gave some gloves to somebody. Liam gave some gloves. Oh, no. Oh, no. Broader pool. Uh, oh, yeah. So, yeah, there was a Slaughterhouse, uh, slaughterhouse um, event. Yeah. Huh? Um, well, good. Okay. Happy. Glad to hear that. <laughs> well, I, wanted, I wanted to relay the message because it was came through on Twitter. So there you go. Um, with your oh, real, real oh, quick, you no. so do you do you go to Broderpool much? Like, are you are you a foodie? Are you a foodie really, guy? Uh, are you a foodie? No, you're not. You don't really no. care. Well, How about I, your girlfriend? Um, we're both so busy. Um, also in the evenings, we have to fucking eat, Christian. Of, I know, I know, but um, <laughs> it's a human thing. We more we more eat at home Just, and then like okay, go go right, out and stuff like that. Right, I have a freezer full of schnitzel. <laughs> yeah. I have to right. <laughs> So um, it's called a not, schnitzel cough. We, we, we like to eat good every <laughs> once in a while, but we don't like going excessively okay. out and eating sure. stuff. Okay. So as I say, I am a foodie. So if there's yeah. some yeah, local stuff is. that you want to hear, any type of, um, whether it be if you want some good Peruvian, if you want something that's good, like a good Mexican, uh, oh, uh, Asian, right? Asian fusion, <laughs> like any good stuff. But never mind. You're not a... <laughs> No, because he's smart and he cooks all the time. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go that far. Okay. <laughs> Uh, ramen noodles don't count. One, right. of the, one of the things that people have, have talked about a couple times in the show is uh, your friendship with uh, uh, Bjorn Berner. Uh, how did how did that come about? It's a good question. I already know. Um, <laughs> it came randomly. Sure. I think we got like we got like um, uh, Bjorn is not drinking at all, to be honest. Oh wow. Um, okay then. <laughs> uh, I think somebody introduced us um, uh, on on some event. Um, yeah. I, I can't really 100% tell you the, the 100% truth right now. Um, but it is true that we became pretty good friends uh, pretty quick. I mean, he's from Germany. He loves soccer. Yeah. I wasn't even aware that there's a German player in the NFL. So yeah. it was quite exciting for me as well. <laughs> um, and I'm very interested in all kinds of, of, of sports and like how they do things. And so it was it was pretty easy and pretty, pretty quick that we became close friends. And... Uh, well, I got a new new guy for you. I brought in uh, Dirk Nowitzki. He's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the, the, what were some of the uh, surprising soccer fans that after you kind of got the way, lay of the land where you're like, oh, you, you come to the games all the time? I know that we've had a lot of people that tweeted us, like uh, some TV folks and, and things that have been like Chuck Lofton, of course, that has been around the Indiana scene for who knows how long. He's like huge Indy 11 guy. Uh We've tried to talk to Pat McAfee multiple times, but that doesn't ever work. No, Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's of course a, a soccer guy as well. Yeah. Um, but well, I know that I know that surprising for me was that, um, uh, which the story goes goes up a little bit more that that Andrew Luck was such a big uh, soccer, soccer fan, but right. um, then I was actually invited to a friend's barbecue, and Andrew was there as well. So we kind of met the first time and like talked for quite a long time. He's um, a big dude, isn't he? When you stand next to him. Well, he's kind of my size, isn't he? Except for that he's about... But you are... But are you 225 pounds? Yeah, yeah. something like that. I was say, yeah, probably. I think, he's a little, <laughs> I think he's a little bit more... Maybe 27 uh, right now. But, um, right. Yeah, he's my size. He's just a little Christian's bit... Christian's getting his winter weight on right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's getting cold here, though. I have to protect myself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Remember, we have the winter... The, the polar vortex coming. Yes, right. So yeah, we we just ended up talking quite a quite a quite a bit with each other, and uh, he grew up in Germany, and yeah. he grew up with like watching soccer, and he got like 
he, he knew every soccer team I was talking about. So, yeah, I know he's the like team. Rain man. He's like Rain Man, right? He knows everything. Um, and he's actually like, a great, very, very great guy and like very down to earth guy for the success he has and for the like, for the personal like standing he has in the city yeah. or in the nation. He's yeah. a very, very good dude. Wow. Um, yeah, and that was surprising to me when I saw, when I heard it the first time that he is there after I. Obviously, after after we he's talked be about good it, one day I think Andrew Luck might be good <laughs> if he keeps up this football thing. He might be good. I mean, he might drop he might drop it and try to try to play soccer going forward. Yeah, maybe he just quit his day job. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, in terms of criticism, obviously, don't ever do that with me. <laughs> Want to criticize you? Obviously, you know you've said multiple times where it's been amazing to you that even the lowest of the lows a part of the season that everybody behind you uh, in terms of fan wise and the breakout battalion has always everybody. Well, yeah, there's been some people on uh, that have kind of been like, Oh my God, I can't take this anymore. And how do you deal with that criticism? And, and was you were on Twitter for a while, you kind of took a break and you came back on. Was it because of that? And you just wanted to kind of get away from it. Um, be honest. Um, Oh, so I finally should be honest now. Okay, now we start to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering. No, because there's because there's because there's um, no media, no political correctness I'm a here. very like everybody knows my name in that city. Like a lot of people know my name in that city. A lot of people know who I am. Um, it just got too much for me on Twitter. Sure. Um, I just like too much attention and too much attention on me and uh, and focus on me and I just like deleting Twitter was was like the easiest thing for me to get rid of like a lot of <laughs> yeah. attention I had. Um. Uh, well, never. Nobody likes to get criticized, right? I mean, right. I mean, some take it m like more constructive. Some take it a little bit less constructive. But nobody likes it to get sure. criticized. Um, uh, Especially with trolls. There are trolls. You 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 understand the term trolls, yeah. right? Right. And you got trolls. And and if you ever looked at at your account, they fucking come out. They come out of the world. And they, there's just shit that's said. And you just go, um, fucking keyboard courage. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I. I'm very, I'm very uh, um, aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm very critical. Like I take myself like very serious, and and um, I see every mistake I do. Let's put it that way. Um, uh, I don't really need too many people telling me what kind of mistake I did and right. uh, and what I did good and what I did wrong. Um, I can't handle it nowadays. I wasn't as good when I was younger in my career. Yeah. To be honest, I, I like. I'm pretty hard-headed, as you may or may not know. No. Um, <laughs> um, I didn't took it that well earlier, and now I found a way to handle it. Yeah, I'm still not really good in it. I have to admit that. Um, that's just what it is. So, um, but I think nobody really is. I mean, nobody really can say, "Oh yeah, I like to get criticized." <laughs> uh, like, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, was it was there was there a driving force there too of just that? Obviously, you're an extremely competitive person to begin with, or else you wouldn't be in this profession at all. But when you started to hear that criticism, and, and there was a lot of like, okay, we're never going to win. Maybe we should make a change here. Maybe we should make a change there. A lot of uh, couch coaches, if you will, uh, trying to make sure that, okay, this needs to change. This needs to change. And uh, especially this guy here was always like, well, Christian doesn't necessarily need to change. It's the people in front of them, like that. No, no. I'll be, I'll be dead honest. I'm like, from someone who's watched the game since I was really, really young, and and I find whose wife is also a keeper who like, knows what she's doing, right. <laughs> and I've played as well. And it's, yeah. it's one of those where it's, it's, it's easy to, um, it is easy to criticize. 
I want to turn back to the camera. There you go. Right, talking. Right, no, 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 no. Get comfy, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, it it's back. easy to – it is easy to criticize somebody. My issue was always I'm like, goalkeepers will take shit from fans and from, from pundits that say, oh, should have made the same. And I go, no, look at what just happened before. Fucking protect the back post. I'm, right. I'm, I'm a huge pundit of just back – post like why are all of you fucking uh, going what about this there were three offensive players and all of you are on front post what is he supposed to do cover the whole fucking 18 so no it was it's you, you get a lot of criticism that you don't deserve but i know you know this you played forever you you get that so well it's just, uh, first of all i hate that i'm um well and he did he did the other thing too where he, when he when we talked about the NHL record for most clean sheets, he also said, it's not just me. It's, right. it's the people in front of me. Right. Right. Um, it's always easy to blame the goalkeeper because yeah. every, everybody else can hide on the field. Every, every defender, every midfield player, every player can hide. Goalkeeper can't because right. goalkeeper is always the guy who puts the ball out of the fucking net. You should have crashed. Back. You should have came back. You should have um, moved. <laughs> right. So it's always easy to, to like criticize the goalkeeper. Um, and not saying I wasn't like, I had, I, I mean, I had two, three games that season where I didn't walk, I didn't, I didn't play. Good. Um, uh, where like, I mean, I remember in San Antonio, I had a horrible game. Um, uh, in Carolina, we were luckily won, but I was in charge for the first goal. Um, then I had here and there a goal where I could have made things better. Um, but but selfishly spoken, I, apart from that, I'm pretty okay with my season. Um, <laughs> you should be. And, <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, I'm aware of what I did wrong, but I'm also aware of what I did good. And uh, and uh, just difficult when you have a great game as a goalkeeper or a good game, which I consider myself had quite a couple of them, um, had quite a couple of them over over the season. And you lose and you keep on losing. Yeah. Nobody sees it. Yeah. Nobody sees that you have a good game. You lose two one against Ottawa. I saved the penalty and had a couple of good saves. Yes. Who cares? That's all you're about ever it? asked to is yeah. just save one. That's and all. And who cares? Who cares about it when you lose? You know what I mean. So that's yep. kind of it's a shitty job as a goalkeeper. So and obviously, so you are emotional. We know this, um, and, and nobody <laughs> likes criticism. You're 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 obviously not an extrovert at all. You don't talk to anybody. You're 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 very uh, you're very internal. And I love the fact <laughs> yeah. that you're a private guy. It so, was hard enough to get him on the show in the first place. <laughs> so in the locker room, in the locker room, have there any? ever been anything that's been broken flipped destroyed are you are you uh are, i mean it's because we've heard stories already maybe the maybe stories of <laughs> we might have tables we might, we might have heard <laughs> you you might be able to go help in me. As a, help me. <laughs> have you broken any table it was probably that blackout rage where he's just like yeah. you know what i don't remember I'm, that. I'm sensing a theme here where you get really angry and then you disappear well, it happens it happens uh, quite a few times before i just can't remember situation this year i'm pretty sure that was a situation uh all right. Help me. No, well, no. no. Apparently, there. I think it was after. Um, it was after one of the losses. It was. I think it was the same night. You threw your fucking gloves on the field and you walked off. It was a way it ended. I'm trying to think. It was. In, I can't remember. Like, who, I can't even remember who was telling it was us. Something. Yeah, I thought it was like AJ Carrado. Was it last show? Yeah, I think it was Good AJ. Man. Walked in and there was a fucking table and you just <laughs> destroyed the table and it was like, yeah, we just know leave Christian alone, or. So I mean, when you're in the locker room, I mean, are are you the emotional speaker? Are you the emotion? Are you the guy that you know, uh, after a loss or a win, you're the guy talking, or what's or is that really? No, nah, usually, usually not. Um, um, I, as emotional as I am on the field, as I'm out speaking, as I'm on the field, I'm not. I'm not like the the loudest guy in the locker room. I say something when I have to say something. Right. Um, 
but I'm not like the guy who's constantly talking. It's John um, Smart. <laughs> no, I mean, Don is a funny guy. Um, uh, <laughs> but there are other guys. I mean, it's, it's nothing about good or bad. It's just yeah, on me right. as a, my, my personality. Um, so I'm, I'm not like the huge talker, the huge motivator or stuff like that. Um, I, like I said, I say stuff when I have to say it, when I feel I have to say something. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, I'm not like the guy who is like constantly talking. Was this uh, was this first time in your career uh, wearing a ca uh, captain's armband too? On my professional career. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's something that's a little different too. So there's more scrutiny. It's like I'm the captain and I'm the goalkeeper. Sure, Excellent. that works. And when when you got that, what was the? I mean, was the conversation there with with Jurgen where it was just like, hey, you know, Jurgen wants me to do it because at this point that was he saw me as a big leader on the team, um, uh, which I still consider myself as being right by now. But sure. um, uh, um, at least one of them. But. Um, I'm actually pretty happy that I'm that I'm not the captain anymore. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Can you talk about what happened there? Is it really no? It was just Jurgen talked. Jurgen, Jurgen came to me and asked me, Christian, I would love to have a guy on the field who's close to the referee, sure. who's in the middle of the park, um, uh, who has a who, who is who is captain. Nothing about nothing about you as a person. Nothing about you as a goalkeeper. Nothing to do with that. I just want to have, and this time uh, in this case, Cleberson, who is like yeah. closer in the middle of the park and can act with like. Wait, the ref can't people. understand a fucking thing he's saying. So I don't. I mean, I understand, and it's fine. You can protect that. I don't fucking believe that. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't agree. I get it. I get it. But like, my favorite, my favorite keeper, is still Casillas. It's still Iker Casillas at this point, and he's been captain forever and ever and ever. So I get that. Had he said, I need somebody in the middle field that can talk to the referee, and he picked somebody who didn't need. <laughs> the translator out there. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 <laughs> and I just like it because, again, yeah, right. Same with Twitter. That captain thing was great, and I was very honored to have that. Sure. Um, but again, it draw even more yeah. attention to right. me. Right. Right. Um, well, and it was, you know, for a while there, because you were wearing the captain's armband, it was your team. And it, it was all you, 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 you. But being able to be at that position and watching this, even though you had six or seven different lineups in front of you on a regular basis, who were who were the guys that impressed you the most? That stepped up? That you were like, okay, I wasn't ex either. I wasn't expecting it, or you were really impressed that maybe they surprised you a little bit. Well, I couldn't say I wasn't expecting it because I barely knew anybody on that team before <laughs> this year. So right. um, uh, right. I love playing with Eric Norales. Just okay. a fantastic guy, great player. Um, <coughs> I was really, really, really impressed and really happy that he came, Corey Miller. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the key reasons why we actually start winning games. Man, he was out um, there just destroying yeah. people too, yeah. <laughs> breaking people. He down. made plays for himself. <laughs> he made plays for other people. It, it was just awesome. This guy is just, this is incredible. Yeah, I mean, what was that like? I mean, you, it, it's weird. It's like you can almost point to a moment where I, you could see. Little moments coming throughout the season. You could see that chemistry was go it's going, it's going. And then it's like it just fucking hit. And in that last five, even six games, honestly, yeah. it's like a completely different. It's like, wait, wait, wait. Believe it or not, we will, we would have won the next home game. If yeah. we would have had a home game this weekend, we yeah. would have won it 100% for sure. Yeah. I, you guys I were cruising. I mean, yeah. it was one of those things where that momentum was there yeah. and there was nothing stopping it. Yeah. The confidence was definitely different. You could tell there was moments in the season where during a game you would go, where did the team go? There's, it was like a tale of two halves, or it was two teams. It was like just nothing, and then all of a sudden, just the energy. You literally can out energy any team for 
an entire half. It was just weird to see that. Like all of a sudden, you guys, it all clicked, and you could see. I really, it kind of sucks for us as fans. I know it does for you because you're like fucking rolling right now. Can we just keep playing? Because <laughs> can we just play until next April? Because um, we're we're going here. So I was, was pretty that? happy that season was over because I couldn't walk anymore. I was so beat up. So I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, I, I need that break. Yeah. But yeah, I totally agree with what you said. Um, it's just it's just weird. You don't even have an explanation for that. It's just weird sometimes in soccer that you. You, you think you do everything right in training and it comes to the game day and nothing works out. Nothing, whatever you do, every change, yeah. every every system change, every personal change you do, it's like nothing works out. Um, and then you don't, you just you just go out and play and all of a sudden things start to work. Uh, like uh, You don't even know why they work, you just know <laughs> they work. Right. So, um, uh, You're doing it, right? Uh, who was... Who was one of the, your least favorite teams to play against? Like I know that it, at the beginning, when we even first talked to uh, Peter and Mason and um, Gabe, where we're like, okay, who's going to be the uh, who's going to be the rivals? Who's going to be the people that are like uh, are trying to figure out? Okay, who's who's that main competitor? Obviously, the season had to kind of play out to see who that was who who do you think your biggest rival was and the people that you just hated playing against well that's a different the biggest rival because you usually love to play against a rival right yeah, well, um, yeah. Okay, uh, sure I, I just hate well, but playing. you also hate playing yeah. against them too because you just know it's that. no no you just <laughs> no. love no. okay all right um, okay who's the rival and then who do you hate playing against i don't know the, i don't know really the rival out of whatever happened yeah. San Antonio is a pretty um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it right. is. Yeah, right. right. Um, you uh, kind of made that happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like the emotional rivalry you have with Cosmos because they couldn't just they just couldn't win against us. Right. Yep. And I told you desperately about that. And we kind of screwed that season because with those five, six points more, they would yeah. probably have a home game this week and they would probably <laughs> won the, the semifinal and would yep. be in the final. Yep. So, How about um, Fort Lauderdale going in the final? I hated playing in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> yeah, I hated there it there. is. There it's a, it's, I mean, it's a nice stadium. It's just horrible yeah. old. All right. <laughs> There's nobody there. There's like three, yeah. 4,000 people there, but it's so big, that stadium, that you don't really see. And, uh, I fucking just, hate those guys down there right now, and I sent them beer. Uh, it's yeah. just it's just not really uh, – it was not a good team, really. Uh, it's you just, understand you cost us a case of beer from Flat 12. Yeah, we sent – You guys, it. not you. Yeah. We we made a bet, so we were on their show. Okay, they, they had a Fort Lauderdale has, has, a, has right. a, a, a called the tailgate show. Okay, it's called the tailgate they show do it from the Kudio. We it's made a we made studio. a bet, <laughs> right? We made a bet, and we yep. said, "Oh no!" I was like, "No, Andy Eleven will whoop that ass when they come down." I was like, "I felt <laughs> it. I yeah, felt it good." I was like, I "This is spring season where nothing was happening." Yeah, <laughs> whatever whatever you felt, you didn't really. <laughs> I just realized, don't ever do that again. No, um. No, so we ended yeah, up sending them some really, but the good the good that came out of it was they have really shit beer in Fort Lauderdale. Mm. I mean it's Florida. Yeah. So they had shit beer. So we actually got to send them some good beer. <laughs> so that, that was, was that, that. Uh, before that, before we actually got all those Nick bottles and, too, yeah. we tasted full ninety for the first time before anybody else. That's true. Yeah, we did uh, we did get the full ninety. Which is have you had a full ninety mm-hmm. yet? Don't think so. Why why not? Yes, I had it. No, so that I will no. say or like no no, no like 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 you need to have one. Okay. Yep. Full ninety. Yep. Full nineties. So that's full nineties. Is that the brick up Italian beer? Yeah. That, yeah that's the Indy eleven. Oh, that's the Indy eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Indy eleven slash brick up Italian beer. Wait a minute. We need to edit this. Yes. Hold on. <laughs> not not the. Is that the Indy eleven beer? <laughs> <laughs> that's the Indy eleven beer. Yes. <laughs> right. And we'll get it in the Das Boot, which means the boat, right? 
Yeah, that's a totally weird story. No, yeah, no, like, that was one of the things because that's the, the German that I knew. I was like, why? Fest? Why is everybody saying right. the boat? That's what I, I said it on Twitter. Yeah. like after right. like the first time what happened, You're, just right. a random question, guys. Why in the world did anybody <laughs> think that's boot, which literally means have you seen beer fest? Yeah, but beer fest is. I mean, it's a funny movie, yeah, but it's that's like right. That's the point, right? It's just. <laughs> Serving the wrong stereotypes about yeah. Germans. <laughs> We've covered this twice now. You're I had, exactly right. I drink, I wouldn't say a lot, a lot beer in my Castle life, Hoff but I, in I, yeah. drank, I drank some beer in my life. Yeah. I never, ever drank it out of a boot. Yeah. I never I even either. saw that one. We could solve that. I, I haven't drank it out of a boot either. I've drank it out of a chalice. Have you drank it out of a giant chalice? What is a chalice? Oh, I just, I just, you know, when, when you when you used to go to like a, a restaurant, they would serve a dessert in this giant bowl. That okay. Was okay. Yes. Well, basically, sometimes you could either buy the bowl or you could just take it <laughs> when you left, <laughs> just, or it randomly uh, sticks in your hand until you're in your car. All right, all right, all right. All right so take take a stein, like a giant beer stein, like okay. a giant one, but then fucking round it out so yeah. it looks okay. like a giant, yeah, yeah. and you just hold it like this. Like if yeah. it's my beard challenge. Freeze it, right? Freeze, freeze it. it. Put oh, it in yeah. the freezer. Freeze okay. it. Important. It's just. Well, I get. Uh, it's kind of weird that you get so excited by doing that kind of stuff and talking like about a beer. beer I get right. so beer, excited right? about beer. something else when I like. <laughs> that's a different story. Cup and ball. That's weird. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, what yeah, just happened? Wait, you get really excited. Okay. It's got a little weird. Whatever. That works. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, that's that's the thing is that. Um, uh, what's the thing? I don't know. I, yeah, I what's lost the thing? thing? I basically lost the thing. What is it? I yeah, straight up lost. I no, lost it. Come on. What happened? That's <laughs> no, okay. No, but I, I don't understand how you like. What? We're, what? We're, I'm, what? Get, I'm getting back to the rivals. Yeah. Rivals. Good sentence so far. <laughs> no, I hated Atlanta. I hated Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. No, I feel bad for Atlanta though. There's a difference because Atlanta has a bunch of fucks in that town that are trying to put a, a, a MLS team. On top of an NASL. What about team? that one fucking dude that yeah, that got just, Brad that fucking that that red card when yeah. he got hit in he got hit in the face with a ball that was purposely kicked at his head. <laughs> right. No, I I get it. Yes, the Silverbacks, whatever. But I, yeah. I kind of feel bad for the organization because they are but the organization is poorly run. Put it that way. It's just not well, a good organization. It's like the Cosmos yeah. now though too. Is that Cosmos have to now compete with NYFC? But Cosmos will always be will always be that just because of their name and their history. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So uh, I mean, they're the only ones that have the fly Emirates shit, and those are the same ones that do Real Madrid. They're the same ones that do Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, there's an NASL team in the U.S. that has fly Emirates as a sponsor. Designed- that just says money for no reason. <laughs> yeah, right. It's so weird. They signed Raul, so I know. You know what I mean? I don't want to see that. That actually like makes 60. me really fucking sad. Isn't he like, like sixty? He's no, he's about. He's uh, 52. He's it's just, it, no, it's sad because that's a guy who's about to have his records broken in Champions League by both. Well, it's tied by Messi. Messi, Messi, Messi tied it. it. Messi tied it. Okay. Uh, Cristiano's one behind. In in the Spanish in the La Liga are about to get broken too. Ooh, what? new keg. New keg. New keg. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds, <laughs> bring it. Bring it, he says. So, anyways, I just dude. yeah. We so don't we, talk about La Liga and Real Madrid because nobody really gives a shit about that anymore. Oh, they well do. then. No. Oh, really? Because um, they just gave the fucking beat down to Bayern Munich this last year in Champions League. I mean, two straight games of just ass whooping. Again, 
I think people care. So, people so care. if you're not watching soccer, what are you? So you can stop all of Cristiano Ronaldo shots. Is that I'm, what you're trying I'm trying. To tell me? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. No, to... I'll find a term of goal people who can. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. That's a good answer. Well, that's funny because Manuel Nora couldn't. Ooh. That was six goals um, in two games. When when did Manuel Nora flew home from Brazil, and when did Cristiano Ronaldo flew home from Brazil? Uh -oh. Uh -oh. I mean, there is something about one man team and a team. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Germany was well. When I said this, I said, I said this match. So the first matchup with the Germany and the Portugal game, I came here, and I, I'm a huge Ronaldo fan. But I looked, and I said, this game is not going to go well. <laughs> <laughs> this game will not go well. Right. I was like, this. This is a team versus a one man show. How did they actually play? I didn't even know that anymore. It was bad. Well, Pepe headbutted. Well. Are you like are you like good friends with all those guys? You only say their <laughs> first name, like Pepe and Cristiano, <laughs> and like my dudes. Yeah, kind of there's my bros. They're my bros. I got all the posters. Right? <laughs> Let me go. Hey, what up? Did you have a good day? I know I did. He's, he's, got, he's got Ronaldo on the ceiling. Yeah. No, I just have him on the bed with a mirror. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> Fuck both of you. No. Um. <laughs> see, this is what happens when you follow a team. Because I would have said the same thing for you, but you're just such an asshole. To me. <laughs> no, I, it is. As, you're as a good a company. You're good company with that thinking. Yeah. So there's, there's a cue. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long line of people who think that. So. Oh, of you. <laughs> oh yeah. First taste the full ninety. Yeah. That's, no. He can't say. He can't say. Man. You can say man. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay. Good. I like that. It's, it's not a pilsner. It's obviously not a pilsner. It's a pale ale, though, which is close. No. No. No, no it's not. No. It's not even close. No. It's, so no, you sit around, like, drinking, like... ale and a lager. Those are two completely separate things. Like, sitting okay. around, like, drinking Bud Light, Coors Light. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's too bad. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, so when you're not... Obviously, you're not watching soccer. What are you... What are your sports that you're obviously the baseball? You said you really like baseball. Has that been something since childhood, or is that is that a new no, sport? No, that you've... no. I saw that when I was first time in California with my sister. Okay. Um, actually saw Ace playing the Yankees. Um, and you were hooked. Yeah. What? Yeah, what, kinda, what is it about that? Did you let you know. like? <laughs> what is it about three and a half hours of just nothing? I don't, I don't even think I was. <laughs> I don't even think I was hooked at this time. Yeah. I think I was hooked when I came to Rochester, and they have a Triple A team as yeah. well in Rochester. Um, the Red Wings. Um, it's just for me, it was great to sit in a stadium. There's no time limit. There's no stress going on. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not that guy who's down there and has to perform and everybody's looking at. Yeah. And it's just a very relaxed atmosphere in a stadium, something I'm not used to. Um, I just like the man against man, pitcher, hitter yeah. um, uh, kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's about hitting and especially catching a ball. Yeah. So I can kind Using of your hands. Yeah, that's weird. kind of <laughs> kind most of, people kind soccer, of yeah. you. related to that. So I don't I don't really know why, but that's like one of the one of the reasons I think it is. It's like it's just a very relaxing time for me. So okay, so what's really interesting? So there was an E60 that just came out this past week, actually, that was talking about minor league baseball. And so it, with U.S. soccer finally coming up, you have you know MLS and you have USL and you have NASL. You have all this going on. But the report was about um, a class action suit that's coming against the MLB because I guess it's it's weird how this came out. Most people have no idea. All these guys that that get drafted by MLB teams, so there's almost 1,200 guys that get drafted 
So in the NFL, you're talking maybe 300 total. Sure. Is that? Sure. There's 1,200 that get drafted every year in the MLB. Doesn't the, the MLB promise. have like nine drafts or something like that too? No, well, they, they have another, <laughs> right. So they get drafted and they, they get told that, yes, you know, if you play well, you'll make it to the big show. And, and the stat that came out was 85%. 85% will never, ever, ever make it to the MLB. And these guys, they go, we are making less than minimum wage. Because it's not, they say it's a seasonal job, so the sure. government won't give them minimum wage, but they actually have to go to all these workouts, have to do all these things in offseason, and they, what they actually work, they can't get another job because of what they have to do. They're making, on average, $4 an hour. <laughs> and they go, and, and a lot of these guys are living six, seven in a house that goes together. You go, it's absolutely crazy. There's a guy who's, he just finally finished. He was 12 years in the minors. Finally went, he lives back with his parents in his childhood bedroom. And it was really, really weird because it's like, so you growing up in Germany and playing over there, how is it in the minors or in, you know, and not in the top end versus playing in something like Bundesliga? What um, is that like? Well, you have, I feel it's now considered to be, have like five, four or five professional leagues. Okay. Um, you can make a good living, even a fourth division. Um, See, that's, it's just, and something that's been a little bit of a conversation in the past month is, do you think uh, promotion relegation will ever work here? No, no. I would love to see it because it makes it would make American soccer way more competitive. Um, do you think American soccer should follow a FIFA calendar? Uh, no. Look at that question. No, because of because of uh, because most likely FIFA, because of why. Canada. <laughs> because of Canada, you have too many like cities or even like. North North America, like North Northern USA, yeah, um, can't play. But it's just like it's just it's too cold. So uh, I think I'm okay with that season. I think actually the the whole world should change that calendar. Sure. Um, what Russia is doing, what what Norway is doing, what uh, Australia, what what USA is doing, I like that calendar more because the best days in summer, where everybody wants to go out, where everybody wants to do something. There's no soccer going on in Germany because we're on break. Right. Sure. And like the shittiest day where it's like minus degrees, snowing. Uh, choose choose your playing. poison. And those guys are playing. <laughs> right. Well, um, isn't it? If it gets like, what, 85 degrees, school's canceled in Germany. It's just it's just way too hot. Not 85 degrees. It's, but, it's, um, it's something uh, ridiculous like that, though. It's 29 it? degrees Celsius. No. They just can't 30. 30. 36, I 36 and yeah. they cancel it. Yeah. What is that in Fahrenheit? Do you know the conversion? Off the top of your head, I'll well, find it out. Not really? No. Why do you think uh, Pro L won't, won't work here? Like pro, uh, promotion um, relegation won't work here? It's because of the sports history America has. Yeah. That, it's just it's just because no sports has it. No, uh, and you need to have a competitive league level because right. you need to have a level where people can, like, okay, when Washington D.C. gets releg gets gets relegated to right. uh, to the second league NASL. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be a league where they know they have to they, they, they get the TV rights done, they get the TV money, right. uh, they have right. the same kind of commercials. You can't just let die a club um, by letting yeah. them relegate. And that's not going to work in, in America because the, the system is too different. The way they set up right. clubs, the, the, money, the, the money back, right? The, the ownership, they're like, no, you're not fucking relegating us. Like, yeah. we put us so much <laughs> yeah. money in this yeah. and we're barely making any money back. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Or that's the only spread. It'd be like an NBA team going. Uh, I think you could get away with that if you had NBA. I think NBA could get away with that versus you could start yeah, relegating people like, like Bobcats. 
fucking Bobcats could go down to the right. Exactly. Yeah. The D League. Right. Yeah, the yeah. D League. Yeah. Yeah. You're exactly right. So it's just so all weird. Right. All right. So we're not going to keep you here all night. I want to kind of get to. So you're going to have this off season. You're heading back down to down. Down. Over, up. Over. 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 over the pond. Oh. Well, you are heading. Over, going over. to Deutschland. Over oh. the pond, yeah. Okay. In so, December. Right, so December. When do you have to come back? When does when does like your stuff for for Indy Eleven start back up? I don't know yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're like, oh, it's time. Um, okay, we gotta go. <laughs> preseason will start end of January, beginning of February, and um, standing today, that's what I will be back here. How long's okay. your contract for? Um, another year. Okay. Forever. Guaranteed. Please don't go. Um, and another two option years. Okay. Okay. So w- after this year, so would you say even even with record and, and with the way it ended though, would you say this is a uh, an overwhelming success though? Would you say for us or or I mean obviously there's things that can be improved, but knowing what you were coming into, I mean, what did you? What was your expectation? What was your realistic expectation of to, of this year? Um. Everything apart from the standings is an overwhelming success. Okay. Yes. Um, everything. We have six wins out of 28 games or 26 games. Yeah. Not successful at all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it to sure. a point. Uh, people sure. don't like to say it. Yeah. No, uh, it's fine. People, yeah. But that's what it is. You're right. Six out of 26 is not good enough. I actually like um, this guy because he's really, really blunt about this. Because you got to be <laughs> yeah, like, no, you got to play the be. PC game. You go. No, it was it was a moral. There's no such for me. There's no such fucking thing as a moral victory. You win or you lose. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. what it is. I mean, that's what yeah. we consider. Yeah. That's what my life is about. Right. Like everybody wants to have fun, but like the most fun you have is when it's successful, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Like, sure. That's, right. that's what it is. Um. Yes, there was different reasons why that all happens and uh, and and stuff like that. Um. We definitely have to improve next year. Okay. We have to get better people. We have to get better um um, players. Yep. We have to get more veteran players um, to, to make that a successful club, not only off the pitch, also on the pitch. Do you have Do you have any input on? No. Okay. No. And I don't really want to have it, to be honest. <laughs> You're just like, bring um, whoever remember, can help. I trust, less pressure. He I, less I, pressure trust, I trust Jürgen and I trust the coaching staff. They, those guys, are know, they, they know what they're doing. They have, they have their fingers over and in and everywhere. So, um, uh, so I'm, I'm totally... Um, Totally loyal to Jurgen and I totally trust that those guys, whatever they do. Uh, what What are your thoughts on fans? Uh, we've talked about it. We talked about it Saturday a little bit, but fan support. So, like uh, certain events, like the rain delay, where people were just waiting outside forever to to get in and things like that. We're, obviously, it's a little different in Europe, where if you're not doing well, then the fans let you know it's hap- what's happening. What What are your thoughts about? That overwhelming fan support that you've, Our that you've fan support so here in Indianapolis. I mean, I said it a million times before, and I was uh, I say it again and again. It was just fantastic. It was just <coughs> it's just great when you see the whole course of the season, how the season went, result-wise and stuff like that, with the beginning of the first season and all that kind of. It was just great. It was just couldn't couldn't ask for any more. So, Indianapolis, what he's really asking you to do is become <laughs> more like. Europe, <laughs> let them know what you really think because apparently they, oh. he strives in this. He loves it when you when you rail him out and say, "No, I'm just kidding." People definitely no, probably no, let him know. But, no, but but for the future, <laughs> for the future, yes, we should work on a mentality at some point 
that you go to Myers or to Marsh yeah. or to without making commercial for any uh, thing yeah. here um, uh, and somebody comes across your way like it is now and I say oh Christian hey hey great season stuff like that it's like uh, really? not really <laughs> Is really? it like you wouldn't just punch them out, like Christian? I don't want to fucking hear that. They, I mean, I, I still ask them to don't be crazy, but like, <laughs> yeah. Christian, you got um, beat back post. What the yeah, fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> can you can you can you make sure you win the next game, please, or something like that? You know, sure. what I mean? just because you asked, That's, I'm gonna really go out there and try yeah, but, this time. Yeah, but, but just for like, you, I the last game, you. or Christian, hey, don't get me wrong, but the last game wasn't really good, or something like that. That that you get that competitive nature into people. Hey, Christian, um, can you win every game next season, please? I can certainly try to. <laughs> okay, yeah. there, there, can you yeah. stop everything that comes at you? I want you. Same answer. <laughs> there you go. No, but it is great, and it, it was fun to play. But for the future of America, um, an American, <laughs> this is, an American this is, soccer is really heavy. Vote, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, for the future of American soccer, I think it would be great to adopt a little bit more of an European mentality when it comes to yeah. winning and losing. It's not okay to just lose. No, like, hey, we it's had not. an okay season. Get really <laughs> pissed off and it's not, say it's not okay to lose. Just like that. I mean, that's the, what you're playing not, a sport no. for. The video it, on yeah. YouTube of the uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Russian team that had all the arrows. Men's no more. What was it? Did you see that? No. Where it was some team overseas in Europe that their supporters were <laughs> were sitting behind the keeper. Oh my god! They haven't scored in like in all like right. four or five games. They, have they had a bunch of arrows. arrows. That were pointing at the goal, so every time the go the ball would go this way, they would move. The entire the fucking crowd, Christian, <laughs> would move and it would point back to the goal. I'll show it to you go. off air, but it was really cool because they would. And then if the ball went on the other so side, running around the stadium. <laughs> but keep in mind, this is a stadium that isn't very full, so yeah. these guys realize we got to do something. And it was it was insane because they go no 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 no, no. and it's like go back this way. It was so Final bad. question before yeah. we wrap it up. Yeah. Obviously, we can't. We we don't. I don't want to know what you said to Billy Forbes. What did you say to the kid that fell over? Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you turned around. And you were like, <laughs> I was like, the Are whole situation okay? was totally weird and totally like, it was uh, fucked up. It was okay. It was, it was totally up. fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a like. The, the, they they. Uh, I was shot the ball it's next the to the funniest video in the world. Next to next to the somewhere outside over the goal line, and I just. Turned around, picked up the ball, and like picked up the ball, and then picked and him out up. of my right, like out of my right eye. I saw like, okay, what is that dude doing? <laughs> is there somebody on oh. the pitch right now? And I walked be? to him, and he's like, ref, hold on, hold on. Like, Are you okay? And he's like, yeah. I'm okay. I said, dude, you don't look okay. Yeah. Said, no, no, I'm okay. He's like, oh, I don't think you're okay, buddy. Oh my god. Oh, because so when you good. look at your response, because you're doing this and you turn around and you look at yeah, him, you, and you like kind of walk there. up to him, you're, you're just, like reaching out. Holy shit. He's just like, uh. and he felt like I, you can't even tell how he felt. I no. mean, it's in the weirdest way because the can, camera kind of sees it like right at the corner. He did a triple sound count, yeah, a double like, flip. He totally right. felt like over, like with a flip. Yeah. Totally weird. I don't think you can make that. You ever catch yourself laughing at the chance? <laughs> yeah, once. <laughs> Which one? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about that. I have to say oh no, it. go ahead. It's all right. Um, uh, well, we all know we all know what in the beginning of the season uh, um the Pedro Mendes song, right? Yeah. yeah. We love Pedro Mendes. Yeah. We love Pedro. So when we played against Minnesota, <laughs> we, we traded. Up, <laughs> we sold Pedro <laughs> Mendes. <laughs> oh. I was actually, I was actually laughing at this because <laughs> not you don't always realize what happened. Yeah. Like what you guys think. I mean, you hear it's something going on, but right. you're not always like 
realize the song, especially me. I don't really understand it all the time. Yeah. Sure. Um, uh, <laughs> well, shoot him like a horse is pretty. It's pretty. Uh, yeah, but I didn't. I mean, I understood that one, but I yeah. didn't. I didn't. I needed to double ask somebody what it means because sure. you don't really have that saying in German. Do you, uh, do you understand how bad the goalkeepers got it? That oh. were not when you were on the opposite no, end. No. So they, over here in the West Wind. So Akira got it the worst. Akira from um, Carolina. Calgary, yeah. Carolina. Yeah, yeah. Got it the first off. He had like fucking pink socks yeah, yeah. on on this. Everybody was, was like, Akira hey, was a porn star. <laughs> Akira, like, it was like, you can suck. You yeah, were like yeah. so bad to the point there was twice just straight out of bounds, just fucking goal kick out of bounds. And I'm sitting there going, dude, I wonder if Christian understands how bad it is down no, here. You we would, we would learn their job. names. We would learn their names. Yeah. Or the dude who wasn't taking his own goal kicks. And they're like, you're not going to take it. Do <laughs> <laughs> like, you start Googling them instantly and going, what can we get them? That's how brutal this is. And then there was is, the so. dude whose last name was Smiths. Yes. And he, they were, uh, not we a were, goalkeeper. We, was we, were all chanting, we were all chanting, you're, you're no not Rick, Rick Smiths right. <laughs> from the Pacers. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. Anyways. Um, so, We'll wrap it up. So yeah, I, I love that that we saw Pedro Mendes. That was, <laughs> and apparently everybody in the team heard that because everybody came back in the locker room. Hey, did you hear what I sang? Did you hear what I sang? <laughs> <laughs> so that was. Uh, it's good. Was I like it. I mean, I like most. You hear most of the songs. Sure. Because especially me, because I'm so close, at least for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um. So there, there are quite a couple of songs I really like. Uh, we'll, we'll step it up next year. We'll bring something else to it. Uh, we'll talk to yeah, him. and the Capos are doing a right, great job, and yeah. everybody's doing a t uh, who does the TIFO yeah. is doing a great job and things like that too. So, I think it's gonna it's gonna just double next year. Um, I think so. Do you do you expect the same type of turnout yeah. uh, next year as, as this year? Yeah, I do. No, no actually, I think it'll be uh, twenty two hundred fans. No, because you have that uh, you have that like uh, you know the honeymoon <laughs> phase. How long is it gonna last? But no, I don't, I don't think, think you have it with this team. No, you can't. Well. I'm not sure about that. We have to be successful next year. Sure. Um, a lot of people this year came into the stadium because they just laughed in that unique atmosphere, something they're not really aware of and not really used to. Um, it will start next year, and people are so excited about that soccer, and especially the way we end the season. Yeah. Um, you will not. You can't keep that up over the whole course of the season again. Yeah, if you're not successful, when we when we are successful, that stadium will be packed every day. I sure. truly believe that. Sure. Um, and that's up to us now. That's that's where we have to step up. Yeah. Um, because the front office did their job, um, the fans did their job. Now it's up to the team to to step up and actually bring that 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 performance and that results in consistently. Um, cool. Look, man, all I can say is is thank you. It's taken forever until the end of the season <laughs> to get you on. Uh, obviously, worth you, it. You have a worth lot the of, wait. Yeah, absolutely. You have a lot of obligations, and and you are you are by far one of the best sports ever of of just dealing dealing with with, with these the two. With just these dealing two. with the shit. I mean, you do a great job. I mean, right. You have a great personality, and the fact is. You're dry, but like dry humor. It's so you fucking hit it, dude. You, you're just fantastic. So. Yeah, we Germans don't really go around stuff. Just like, <laughs> right to the wall. Very true. Very true. Well, so what I've learned tonight is it's Germans. We come up with a plan and we stick with it. And that's what we're gonna do. No, and nobody can tell us otherwise. Don't don't no. do it. We're stubborn, right? So oh, and uh, 36 degrees Celsius is 96 degrees Fahrenheit. So you shut down school. Which is fairly warm, right? Yeah. That's, oh, that's fucking hot. That sucks. a guy who sweats all and the we time. we don't have AC. That that's another thing say, you have to understand. We don't have no that AC. AC system in Germany. Sure. We have heaters. And if it's warm, we have 
nothing. <laughs> Steam-based boiler. So this polar vortex, he's like, sweet, bring it on. That's hoodie <laughs> weather. So, so thank you again, man. We really, yes. really appreciate. It. I know, I know, I do. And this has been really, really awesome. I hope this hasn't been such a big waste of your time. No, not at all. I was <laughs> looking forward all day, actually. Oh well, then. That's the first nice thing he's fucking said so. to us. Okay, I, okay, I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your favorite episode? Never. <laughs> I okay. actually, you know what? I actually oh. saw. One episode almost the whole time. Oh. And that was the one with Greg Rexraw. Okay. Since then, since that episode, I've not talked to Rex to Greg a single <laughs> word because you asked him what is his favorite player. Yeah. Oh and no. he said I clearly Mike Embersley. Oh. But that hurt my feelings so much. Oh, well. But he that, flipped me off though. Did yes, you he see did. that? Did you see when he flipped gave yeah. me the fucking bird on on air? See, I yeah. I did this. I was coming because he didn't say you. He didn't say you. So uh <laughs> That's why I did. And he requested me the next game on like two days after. So he requested me to interview after the game. Yeah. And I said, I said to, to John Cluder, I'm no. not going. I'm not should, his favorite player. Like, I'm not going. Why don't you, would you like, why don't you have him talk to fucking Ambersley? <laughs> I'm sure Ambersley has a lot of nice things to say to him. Ambersley also. A bottle of kit. No, Ambersley hasn't been on the show. Nope. Beat him on that one. Yeah. There you go. You should get him on the show. He's a, he's a yeah. awesome dude to talk He was to. on the show with the uh, draft, the football draft. That yeah. was a complete shit show. So <laughs> even he's more a, so than great, this. Uh, he's a great guy. Look, get him on the show. You will have a fun. So if people want to get a hold of you, how do they, uh, on social media, how do they Style find you? 317. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> social media. Right. Yeah. How do, um, they, how do they find you on social media? Twitter. Well, Twitter. Okay. Twitter's the only thing I have. Okay. Which is? Huh? Which is? Twitter, Twitter handle. The one no, your handle. Twitter handle. The one of the bird. The blue bird. At, at, at what? what? At, at, I don't even know. Nicht. Underscore Christian. Christian Nicht or whatever. <laughs> I don't Look it up. Though. I don't even know. It's Nicht underscore Christian. It's his Twitter handle. <laughs> so well, we're going to be taking over his uh, public yeah. relations from here I on out. I think I need your password. Your username and password, and we'll start tweeting for you. <laughs> uh, uh, I think course, it's Nicht. Underscore Christian. Christian. Yeah. Yes. Whatever underscore, underscore means or something like that. The, the little line. It's not a yeah. space. Yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> they don't allow spaces in Twitter. So there you oh, go. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> We're are done you, here. We're are done you here. sure you're younger than me? Because you're acting like my father. <laughs> <laughs> I told you on the beginning on. I am not as tech soon savvy. As, it comes to, as soon as it comes to. <laughs> that is my cell phone, by the way. <laughs> it's a Windows phone that's and broken. It's fucking, Windows it's fucking broken. busted. How did it bust? Did you like it kick it or something? 69 bucks at Target, okay? <laughs> oh, he went to Target. He went to a reseller, too. Are you AT&T or Sprint or Verizon? AT&T, yeah. Oh, okay. And I'm very happy about AT&T. Uh-oh. They have better international <laughs> rates. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, I'm surprised he's not on fucking T-Mobile. T-Mobile's got some serious. I didn't realize that T-Mobile was parent company yeah. is Deutsche Telekom. Yeah. yeah. Their parent company. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Anyways. Anyway. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you, Christian. You're welcome, Fantastic. guys. Uh, right. At PR Podcast Show. Uh, as K-Sphere. always, at K-Sphere. At C-Bala. Yes, sir. I'm finding out here. YouTube. <laughs> <Next> underscore <laughs> Christian. Make sure you just let him know. That. He just make, learned that. Make sure you let him know what his Twitter handle is on Twitter. <laughs> just tweet him his Twitter handle for the next He'll get it on his hours. Windows phone about three days later and then be able to respond to it. Remember, calls and send messages. Yes. That's it. Exactly. Hey, that's exactly. all you need a phone yeah. for, right? Yeah. Boom. Bottom line. <laughs> Show's over. Goodbye. <laughs> YouTube.com slash permanent relegation. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. We're going back. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that's funny.